Tyler, no more lies dennering. Yeah. I'm Connery Gotham Love is a comeback story, Hanson. And I'm Jacob. I need to be more than vengeance. Padilla. Yeah. Don't we all? This podcast must turn from being vengeful. <laughs> Fifty Shades was very vengeful. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It was vengeful against ourselves. It was maybe? spiteful, maybe more <laughs> yeah. so. Spiteful against what? I feel like ourselves. Those, those movies are spiteful against like cinema for yeah. the most point. It's just punching movies in the face. Dun 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 dun. 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 Christian Grey walking in his suit down the hallway. <laughs> clump clump clump. What a Walking to the red room. What a callback <laughs> from last week. Yep. Check out our most recent episode with Lupe Corneo. <laughs> Fifty Shades Freed. It was, it's a really good one. We were freed from doing Fifty Shades after covering Fifty Shades Freed. Mm-hmm. But we're not on that, uh, I was going to say, leather clad. This movie has more latex in it than Fifty Shades does. It so does. And they actually wear the leather in this. It's not just <laughs> yeah. displayed. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the Batman. Yes. The Batman. The one and only. Not to be confused with Batman. A Batman. A Batman. <laughs> B Batman. C Batman. <laughs> or all of the above Batman. <laughs> Jacob's glaring at us currently. <laughs> or the Lego Batman. Yeah. Lego Batman. I need to watch that movie again. It's a fun one. It's I on, like that movie. It's on HBO Max or something? Yeah, Probably, it's on right? HBO Max. Yeah. Yes. It it's is. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're covering The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. Written um, by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig, who wrote some interesting movies in the past. Like? Like, uh, The huh. Town was was like, oh, yeah, nice. But there were others where I was like, uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay? What? Yeah, he wrote the last two Hunger Games movies. Pretty good. Bad Boys for Life? Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Local Bad Boy Cutter White. And the new uh, Top Gun movie coming out. Oh, wow. He's writing Gladiator 2, which apparently is happening. What? <laughs> well, I guess I just used to watch Gladiator for the show. That's fun. <laughs> Original, originally, uh, Russell Crowe wanted to do a sequel for Gladiator where he travels through time fighting people. He Did dies you know? <laughs> in the end of Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, but there's time travel involved. He can, like, he'll be, like, putting his hands against the grain, against the wheat, and then it'll be, like, flashback. He'll, like, rewind. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll be, like, freedom. Yeah. And then kill everybody. And he has to fight Gerard Butler as the 300 guy. <laughs> He has to fight toxic masculinity. <laughs> he truly does. I remember it being such a big deal in my high school, the football player. They literally screamed Haru for the longest time, I remember. What does that even mean? And that's what the Spartans are like, Haru! When they're like, like, who are we? Spartans, what are you, your profession? Jacob. Haru. Yep. Haru. Haru. I'm a pottery maker. I'm lame as heck. I'm not a Spartan. I'm just a Greek. I'm a pee pants. That's what I do in Athens. We have to leave so you can fight all these ethnic stereotypes yourself. <laughs> Gee whiz, I wore armor to this fight. You're just showing up naked. <laughs> With your CG abs. <laughs> I wish I had visual digital technology. <laughs> I'm just from Athens. I just have a lame little flabby body. You have green tapestry stapled <laughs> to your nipples. Poor little fat man. <laughs> a quick derailment. That was a big derailment. <laughs> the, we're covering the Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, Correct. starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Bits. Paul Dano, uh, Colin Farrell, the twins, the <laughs> whoever twins. they may be. Uh, who, who's the guy who played Those Gordon? Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. They're all there. They're all there. But before we get to the movie, we have to do our usual segment of what's new. 
Ow. Any new media we've been consuming, may it be movies, TV, comics, books, uh, music. Music, video games. Video games and video games. <laughs> video James Blunt. <laughs> video James Blunt. Yeah, that. What, what's new? Uh, I don't know. Who, who, wants, who wants to start? What's new, video Jason Mraz? Oh, I'll tell you. I guess that's me. <laughs> what's new with me is I just today beat Elden Ring, and it felt so good. Tyler actually walked in as soon as I did the ending cutscene. And I said, I don't know what any of this is. Well, I said that to myself in my yeah. head. Did it at least look really epic? Uh, no, it was actually pretty uh pretty soft. It yeah. was a very uh <laughs> it was a very a quiet ending, I'll I'll say. Some lady some blue lady had two arms on the same side of her body. Yeah, she has four arms. Like Shiva from Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I did what's called the Age of Stars ending, where I helped the Snow Witch, and she ushered in a new age to the world, basically. Apparently, that's the good ending, quote-unquote. What is the new age that she ushered in? The Age of the Stars, where it was like the Age of the Air Tree, like this big giant tree, and now she's ushering in the Age of like constellations and stars. So, like, so what does that mean? It means like an age of like free fate, basically, like where the Air Tree shackled the stars and shackling fate to a very like order. So I guess the age of the stars this is just my own interpretation means like freedom, I guess, like an age of doing, be able to do whatever you want, endless cosmos, endless choices, endless opportunities. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty confusing, I guess, having not played any of the game, but also just like. Yeah, and I kind of regret uh, okay. having having her save me, having her do that ending because she was kind of mean to, mean to me the entire journey. <laughs> she was like. Oh, you want to help? Ugh, I guess. Fine. And I'm like, well, maybe. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that's just one of the apparently um, five endings to the game. So I'm sure I'll be back to Elden Ring. But for now, brilliant, beautiful, epic, wonderful five star experience. I recommend everybody play it. And uh, yeah, I'll probably I'm taking a break from it to play Forbidden West. But I will probably return very soon to the lands between. Jacob, what's new with you? Well, I was hoping you would go so I could think of what's. <laughs> well, both of you. Yeah. The Office Superfan episodes on Peacock. Oh, The Office Superfans. Yeah, have you seen those yet? I've seen one or two of them. Yeah, there are. It's the only the first four seasons, and uh, yeah, they're all basically like forty five minutes long now. Mm. There's some stuff where I'm like, I can understand why you took that out. And then yeah. there's other stuff where I'm like, that's really funny. <laughs> and yeah, those are good. And then, you know, after that ended, I kept watching The Office, of course. Nice. And now I'm in Michael's last season. Now I'm <laughs> contemplating if I'm going to keep watching just so I can have something to watch. Yeah. Probably might. I haven't watched The Office in a good few years. It, it was at the point where for a long time in high school, I, I would go home and my family, just would, we would just watch The Office like over and over and over and over again. Like we just like put in the DVDs because we didn't have Netflix in my house until after my senior year of, of high school. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, like we would just rewatch it over and over and over again. We thought it was the best thing in the world. And now I'm like, I'm a little sick of it, I feel like. <laughs> That's like how it is for friends for me and my family. Because mm. we have all the DVDs of friends and we would just put that on all the time. Gotcha. Well, that's good. But yeah, it's always good to revisit The Office. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. Not too often, as you were saying. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because you want it to stay funny. Exactly. Uh, that's why I'm giving it a bit of a wide berth <laughs> for some reason. A wide berth. That's why I only watch ER every <laughs> five years. Because you think it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ER's got a Batman. Hmm? ER's got a Batman. It does, yeah. With that yes. credit card. Mm. George Clooney. Never leave the cave without it. 
Jorge Clooney. So, Jacob, that's it. The Office Superfan episode. <laughs> Office Superfan episodes. Yeah. God, this episode's so fucking awkward for some reason. Yeah. Well, I think it's because uh, I'm distracted. A lot of reasons. And that's my fault. Should we just start over the episode? No. no. What do you got? What's this is, new? This episode's as far as as soft as the ending of the Elden Ring. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I think it's good that I think soft though, because like, man, my adrenaline was pumping the entire like last fight. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, maybe that's why it had, you had to calm down. I think so. Down. It's like the big calm down and be like, all right, you did it. Now rest, rest yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah, sleep. Pretty much, yeah. Endless well, night. Launch you off of a waterfall. <laughs> you get launched off a river of blood and one of the things in a coffin. <laughs> Tell me what's new with you. Uh, I watched Fist of the North Star today. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is currently on Tubi. That mm-hmm. looked weird. It's an 80s. It's adapted from a manga. It's a 1980s anime. It's from like mm-hmm. 86. It's what it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventures based on. Oh, is it? Yeah, I could definitely see that because it's just like the. <laughs> it's extremely 80s. It basically, it's like kind of like a Highlander anime in a lot of ways, where it's just like, not even just like the style of it, or not even like the action like tropes of it, but also just just the music mm-hmm. and like the ch- the cheesiness of it. Yeah. It's just extremely. It's not even necessarily like campy. It's just like. Very cheesy. Yeah. If, um, if you really enjoyed that, finally watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think you'd really dig it. Maybe. <laughs> You're never going to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, I don't know. He's the Fist of the North Star. <laughs> he gets killed, question mark, and then comes back and has to fight his all of them who happen to be his brothers and best friends are the strongest people after the apocalypse. <laughs> his brothers and best friends. <laughs> yeah. His best friend like kidnaps his girlfriend. The whole like plot oh. of the story itself is pretty misogynistic and it's just like yeah. I gotta 80s. get back my my uh my my love or whatever, but she keeps on getting like stolen by other like barbarian men. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> so she's like Peach. Uh yeah. Yeah. I guess. Princess Peach. And then Zelda. Uh, Zelda doesn't get kidnapped these days by Ganondorf. Well, in this last in Breath of the Wild, she's like holding back like the literal apocalypse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a recent yeah adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but anyways, the it's just a bunch of big fights, and it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, where like except it. even more extreme, where there's not a lot of channeling <laughs> powers up until the end. <laughs> there's like beating the shit out of him, everybody. It's more so like, and then like uh, Ken. Is the main character his, his this guy a uh, Ryu I think Rayo or something like that? He runs into him and like they're kind of become friends and they both have like abilities, especially Rayo where like but he has an ability where he just like doesn't even punch someone. He just like goes past them and they all like fall apart like salami. Oh, cool! <laughs> so it's just hyper violent. It's like really cool fights in it that just kind of they're more like Western showdowns. They're mm. not like long fights. Yeah, although. Uh, Ken does very like kind of like that Bruce Lee like sound where he's punching people and it's like yeah, yeah. nice um, but yeah it's worth checking out if you want something hyper violent and I hope they make a live action version of it one it? day they they did a live action version like a Japanese version in the hmm. 90s I think but it'd be cool to like I feel like that'd be a good thing to put on like Netflix I agree that like a Netflix like a live thing. action movie please not another TV series <laughs> What was it's it? Too many it, TV is series. Is this the North Star a TV series? Was it like an anime? And yeah. this is like a movie cut, like we watched like Gundam that one time. I don't know if it's a movie cut of the show, but um, that thing, like when we covered Gundam one time, yeah, you know, the episode's not out. No, the so there's not no out. context for it. Well, I'm I'm just <laughs> talking about. I was talking about it as if we watched Gundam together as friends, not for an assignment. <laughs> That's all we ever do. It's true. All we do is work. We're not real friends. We've said that before on the podcast. It's true. We have said it. I'm a paid actor. 
Jake. We pay Jacob Jake sixty dollars. actor under the table. He's scabs for some other people in Hollywood. Sure do. Freaking Michael Pena so cheap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and they also watched Mr. Majestic on Tubi, which is a uh, um, Charles Bronson movie where he's a melon farmer. Okay. He has a melon ranch or whatever, and then yep. he gets like arrested because someone tries to like extort him, but then. Charles Bronson like steals the guy's shotgun and like shoots his car. <laughs> so he's basically like set up and all, but the whole movie he's just focused on getting going back to his melon farm and harvesting the melons. It's like I gotta go get my melons. So it's just a farmer quest. Yeah, to the point where he's just like hyper focused on the melons. It's like kind of like his only thing. <laughs> just fixated on the melons. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's uh unintentionally funny, but uh. <laughs> It's a good. It's a good romp, uh, and uh, the bad guys at one point, like he 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 gets out of prison. He escapes prison. Oh, through a co- very complicated means. Uh, there's also a, a world renowned hitman in this small town who now, is also in prison with him. Is this a comedy or is this serious? No, it's yeah, it's a serious movie. <laughs> oh, good. So, is but, this movie about a small town boy living in a melon world? world. <laughs> melon world. In a city girl. Yeah, and he collects all the melons, they, he harvests them, and then the bad guys come and machine gun all his melons for like 30 seconds. Oh my there's God. like a whole, sh- there's like a like, prolonged shot of them shooting all the melons. That must have been devastating for That's him. That's rude. It was, <laughs> and he goes after them. It's just a real John wait, Wick. Just you wait and see. He's basically the John Wick of melon farmers. <laughs> so I highly recommend it. Mr. Majestic on Tubi as well. Mr. Brilliant. Majestic. So that's our What's New. The Office on Peacock, The Elden Ring. It's done and finished. We sh- must never talk about it again. I'll revisit it some some point very soon, but I won't talk about it. On Try the show. to get like three out of the five endings. I'm gonna get all five endings. Yeah, I'm, oh, gonna, I'm gonna get all of them. Shoot, you he's, overachiever. He's yeah. entered the age of the stars, whatever that means. Yep, I told you what it means. <laughs> Mister Majestic entered the age of the melons <laughs> on Two V TV. Now we have to talk about the movie. Dun 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 dun. The Batman and the Riddler and the Catwoman and the Gordon. Clunk. (laughs) Clunk. I like that. I like the. the video that the guys are watching in the train, all the bad guys in the beginning. Oh yeah, uh, and they're just like punched. <laughs> he's like looking at a video, and they're just like they're watching themselves in the video, <laughs> and then he just like punch a random guy. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. <laughs> it's like if we were like listening to our podcast out loud, and we got he got to a joke, and we went, oh! <laughs> just laughing at our own joke, <laughs> laughing super hard. I do catch myself when I'm editing this, like laugh at the same time that I laugh on this show, and I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I'm stupid. Oh, my God. I do that sometimes too, and Lily's just like, you're laughing. At your own podcast, I'm like uh, calling yeah. you out. I don't know what to do about this. Yeah, what Ice I don't Cube, know what to do with this information. Ice Cube loves rewatching Friday, so it's fine. That's Does he cool. love rewatching Anaconda? Probably. He well, probably Anaconda sees no don't. issues with that movie. I mean, this is a giant snake that's eating people. Yeah, and John Voight playing a Latino guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally right. Totally fine. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> it's even weirder because the, that the director's like Venezuelan or something. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Is it, though? But let's get to the point. I loved the Batman. I was so dramatically surprised 
I, I came in thinking it was gonna be really mediocre, but I left like my jaw hitting the floor, and like I remember like my knees ought to be like shaking like in during the movie. Like I had such a good time. I thought it was incredible. Why were your knees shaking? Because it was really intense. I was just I was just like on the edge of my seat. Oh, for we, sure. We did see it in IMAX. Yeah, two IMAX at City Walk. Mm-hmm. So especially oh, yeah. the scene with the uh, Batmobile. Mm-hmm. It was just like <laughs> the Batmobile <laughs> and huh? his gliding scene. Those oh, were yeah. really intense in yeah. IMAX. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Uh, yes, Connery, I very much agree. I was, I was, I had, I had a decent expectations about this. I had, they were pretty high. I didn't want to make them too high because I didn't want to be disappointed that it didn't reach my niche Batman stuff. Yeah, but I was, it was better than I expected. I thought, and one of my things I always look for in my Batman movies is badass fight scenes and this movie mm-hmm. had plenty of it oh yeah i was even when it when in the movie when it seemed like it was ending it didn't seem like he was gonna fight any more people i was like that's fine he fought enough people and then it has its climax yeah. where i was like holy crap and what a climax it is like yes geez. which i would like to discuss later yeah, he fights in really cool ways with a bunch of gadgets and mm-hmm. stuff too. yeah i guess we'll we'll go into detail later mm-hmm. yeah but you tyler how did you like yeah it? this might be my second favorite superhero movie Ever? of all time yeah. Well, what's your first favorite? Spider-Man Batman, Man fr- Batman and Robin? Spider-Man. Yeah, it's Batman and Robin. Batman <laughs> Robin. That's number three. <laughs> <laughs> what's oh Spider-Man two, of course. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't think this can beat Spider-Man two, but that's hmm. a weird comparison anyway. I literally just saw a tweet that Jacob liked that said <laughs> the Batman is a good movie, but a bad Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. They're just vastly different films. Yeah. But I, I, I look, you don't have to rank everything. No. Jacob, no. you're right. You don't have to rank everything. Mm. But it's definitely, like, way up there, especially since it's, like, so specifically... I was going to say my energy, but it's not even that. It's just, like, I don't know. It basically, yeah, it's just basically just emo Batman. It very much is, yes. He is He is his most emo, I think, to ever exist. Yeah, he's up to the, the point hair. where several several times he's like, I don't care if I die. It's <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't care if I die. But your money, they go, I don't want the fucking money. I don't care about the money. Writing in his high school journal. Yes, but, uh... the journal. <laughs> That's pretty on point for Batman. So Grant Morrison, yeah. Batman especially, has like the journal font and like Batman's thoughts. Or like He does like record everything that happens to him. You know, it also gave a lot of Rorschach vibes. Yes, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less, less demented, but like <clears throat> he still is probably the most demented Batman we've oh, seen yeah. on screen. I feel like we've had this conversation with about different Batmans being the most demented, but he has taken the cake to be like the most like at least intense, like just devoted to like I this is what I do, this is it. I don't know, man. Adam West is pretty deranged. <laughs> <laughs> he carries I mean, a bomb above his head and runs around with it. That's pretty deranged. <laughs> he's got a shark spray or whatever. Yeah, he's got shark repellent. Uh, That's hardcore. <laughs> I guess Michael Keaton's pretty unhinged, but that's only certain parts. Val Kilmer's um, disturbed. Yeah, he's more has, has like a lot to process, but so does this Batman. Yeah, but uh, yeah, look, I don't, I don't even, I really don't know how to approach like talking about this movie just because, like, we just saw it yesterday, mm. and like just leaving the theater, I was just like walking slowly, and like I'm like, I don't even want to talk about this movie with heavy footsteps. Like, yeah, exactly. I was wearing my Docs, <laughs> and I was uh, taking heavy footsteps out of the theater. Mm-hmm. But you were absorbing it in still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, and like I know that's same anno- for me too. That's, it's like probably annoying because like most people just want to talk about a movie right away. But it's like I kind of like never want to do that, especially some seeing something in theaters because mm. it's like oh, I yeah I get that. It's like I liked it, 
and like I really like this movie. It's just like I don't even know if I'm. I don't know if I'll ever be able, like. Well, I need to see it like at least two more times to like fully process it. Hmm. I'd see it a couple more times too. Like this yeah. was honestly, like I say, it's my second favorite Batman movie. I mean, like now officially. Yeah, the fact that it's like three hours long too. It doesn't mm-hmm. like like we saw it with uh, a bunch of people. Like Turn was there, mm-hmm. and he's just like. Alyssa was there. Lee was there. Jake was there. <laughs> Jared was Jared there. Jared was there. Jake's brother, Jared, who uh, is too busy for the podcast. <laughs> Booger. <laughs> Sorry, he has a life. That's I, don't okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if I die. I don't, <laughs> I don't even care if I die. <laughs> you have a legacy. <laughs> There's too much shit on me. Too much shit on me. <laughs> Do you think Batman ever does that? He probably mastered it. I though. don't. I don't think there's like a lot of shit on him. Is the thing like, yeah. and his face looks pretty <laughs> light and like Kevlar. Yeah. It's just kind of like a leather leather strap, but it looks pretty breathable. Yeah, it does. It's probably one of the most breathable Batman suits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I think Robert Pattinson said like it's, a, it's still like a pain in the ass. Like go to the bathroom and apparently, but as all they all are. Yeah. It's like even the Ben Affleck bat suit is like seems light, mm-hmm. but it's like so strapped to his biceps that yeah. it's just like. He can't even move, or it'll like, like rip. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all muscle foam or whatever. Like, and that's why I liked Robert fiber. Pattinson's thing. Like when he was like moving that table, we get a shot. He's like much more of like a lean Batman. Like he's very realistic fitness goals, which we talked about last night. Tyler, I was like, that's something I can point to and be like, yeah, make me look like that. Mm-hmm. And then like my biggest dream was like Christian Bale in Batman Begins because I think he's much more just like uh, stockier. He's stocky. Yeah, that's yeah. actually my second favorite uh, Batman bod. Yeah, is Batman Begins because mm-hmm. it's like right after he did the the Machinist. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. when he lost like a, so much weight that he's like incredibly frail. Mm-hmm. So he just like gained bulk back. Yeah, without doing like a lot of like toning. Yeah, so he just lo- he just looks like he looks he strong. Can, he looks really know? strong. Yeah. yeah, like he looks like he can kick your ass. That's still and looks... he's not like six pack like Marvel ripped. Like, yeah. like this looks like somebody who fights. And, he's like, got that's like their thing. Yeah, he's got like bare knuckle boxer. Yes. <laughs> muscles. He's got the like... 1920s bod. That's why I <laughs> yeah. point to my chair, Nico. I'm like, he's like, what do you want to look like? <laughs> 1920s boxer. That's that's the ideal we strive towards. You just start wearing only uh, striped tank tops. And getting big mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he still looks lean enough to like do acrobatics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this this is like the leanest Batman up to the point where it's like like he's he looks malnourished sometimes yeah it's up to the point where it's like he probably needs a little bit more muscle just to based off of like what he does for his like batman yeah. Yeah. where it's just like but maybe he has like incredible endurance but anyways like all that's just like dumb like endurance like, and precision shit, yeah yeah this stuff doesn't really he like probably just knows the right places to hit people honestly it was just really nice to see like especially a superhero have like a more normal body, mm-hmm. I think. Like he looks yeah. good and fit, and uh, he's like a street like, fighter. He has shoulders. Like he has, like it's like looks like he was exercising. Yeah, for he's sure. got a good back. Unlike that article <laughs> that like that when they interviewed him like a year ago, he's just like I, I, haven't, been wor- I haven't been working at all, out working out at all. Yeah. I've been trying to make a, uh, a certain kind of pasta you can hold in your hand. <laughs> I've been eating beans out of a can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great interview because he just makes everything up i guess he made, like, made everything he just yeah, lied he made, yeah he made he just lied about that whole he's all one of my stuff. favorite like <laughs> yeah. actors these days he just like fucks with people all he the truly, time he truly is and it's like really nice and like uh relieving in some way yeah it's just like i don't know like, he's just it's fucking like, with people it's just like so much of hollywood and movie making and stuff is just kind of like fake like importance and mm-hmm. stuff you know so it's like it's good that he seems to have a sense of humor about everything one of my favorite things is uh people post thing i saw like on twitter people saying like 
um, Zoe Kravitz saying like, "Oh, I drank milk out of a out of like a tin can to like feel like Catwoman." Paul Dano, "Oh, I I went crazy. I lost sleep to be the Riddler." But the interview was taken out of context, where someone's like, "Oh, how'd you feel playing the Riddler?" Like, he was like, "Oh, maybe I lost a few hours of sleep over it, but you know, fine." Yeah. And the people blow it up to be like, "Oh, he couldn't sleep." Okay. But anyway, and then Robert Patterson like the fake quotes like. I forgot everything about this movie. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's very him. There's, <laughs> even that, there's even that photo because he went to the uh, super local AMC 16, Bur- uh, Burbank AMC 16. I and just sh- missed him. And he shows up in like khaki pants and like a light color shirt. He and, just like, looks like just, a normal like, person. He like, looks like a like a guise of a normal person. Like we said like with Lily, she's like, oh, he's like a early, just he looks like an early 2000s guy or he yeah. just like, looks kind of like a, a dorky, nerdy guy mm-hmm. that's just like also famous, <laughs> incredibly good looking, uh-huh. famous, and the Batman. Yeah. So it's just like, he just seems like a goofy dude, but. I feel like we he would come on this show if we somehow <laughs> asked him to. <laughs> Probably. Lily just sent me the video that uh, Jared was talking about yesterday, about the GQ video where he's looking for a hot dog. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like all sad, and then he's like happily eating hot dogs when he finds them. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> I think I read a little bit of like an interview. With, I think it was GQ of them like trying to get a seat at a restaurant, and, and Robert Patterson wanted to sell like a corner booth. The interview was like, have you spent enough time in a cave? And then he's like, Robert Patterson laughs. He laughed the man, the laugh, the laugh of a man with post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I like how I after, thought that was funny writing. Like how after all of the Twilights, you're still saying Patterson. It's Pattinson. Paddington. <laughs> Robert Paddington. <laughs> Paddington and Batman should team up. Yes. It'd be quite the kind episode. It'd be wholesome as AF. As uh, Tom Taylor writes, Batman keeps lollipops in his utility belt to deter stressful situations for children. He keeps what? Lollipops. Oh, lollipops. uh, Yeah, for kids. He has a marmalade dispenser. (laughs) (laughs) The Batmobile. Eat this. (laughs) It's just like squishy marmalade. Paddington shows up. He has his own vehicle. And instead of like an oil slick or anything, it just shoots marmalade out and all the bad guys trip on it. I don't care if I die as long as you all have marmalade. fight scenes were cool they really were these are probably some of my favorite batman fight scenes uh you know what's funny about the dark knight trilogy is batman begins has some good fight scenes for Mm -hmm. sure yeah and then the dark knight they're all right but it's the choreography is kind of kind of it's just funny because there's a lot of times in the dark knight with and it's funny to point out flaws in it but it's just like there are times when they're fighting and like people are like waiting in their spot too long, and then finally they get hit. Like in Logan. Like in Logan, exactly, <laughs> exactly. The beginning of Logan, where like everyone's fighting Wolverine one by one. It's yeah. just like, what are you guys doing? Hugh Jackman's he has, sixty-five at, years old. At least Let him have it. At he least it's natural. In just in you can up. It's just lazy choreography <laughs> yeah. in the Dark Knight, and then Dark Knight Rises. They did better with the fight scenes, which I really like. That's liked. true because it's like some of the sh- like the shooting style changes with Dark Knight, and then everybody tried to replicate it, where it's mm-hmm. just like shaky sure cam did. and like yeah. the editing is really intense and. Uh, yeah, some of the more dynamic parts in Dark Knight are more like gun heisty stuff. Like the bank heist yeah. in the beginning yeah. is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I, I'm trying to think. I, I, the, I need to the, rewatch. That why movie. do they call it's him the Joker? <laughs> the chase scene at the in the middle. Too. Yeah, mm, that's, uh, that's him, pretty good. Him taking out all the guards in the abandoned building at the end of the Joker. Yeah, that part's great. But yeah. it's not like he's gonna like 
well, that's not true either. Because it's like if you're gonna have the Joker as the main villain, you're not gonna like necessarily like bare knuckle box him or whatever. But like, yeah. you, you think I'd the risk either. the battle for the soul of Gotham in a fist fight with you? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then Batman versus Superman—that's legitimately one of my favorite Batman fight scenes. Yeah, it's literally just an Arkham video. Yeah, game. <laughs> exactly. It's an Arkham Night mission. You save Martha Kent, and he goes and like fights everybody. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a combo counter in the corner. Yeah, for <laughs> real. What'd you say? Like, I think I saw a couple YouTube videos where they did that. Why are you saying but that name? Martha. <laughs> Do you think Zack Snyder likes this movie? I think he does, for sure. He probably does, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's petty enough to be like, oh, that's the wrong way to do Batman. <laughs> he should have killed one of those Riddlers. I, I think he's toned down. <laughs> He should have killed one of his Riddlers, yeah. That's what I thought when I was watching the movie. I was like, it's okay if one of them dies, Batman. It's fine. I thought he killed the guy he was beating the shit out of in the end. Oh, yeah. The guy who is, he was at the church earlier, Yeah, right? he was at the, um, what's it called, funeral service. Who I kind of figured was like Joe Chill or something. Yeah, he looked definitely like he'd be the Joe Chill type. Because he looks at Bruce Wayne, like mm-hmm. one of the few Bruce Wayne scenes. Yeah. I think the only scene where Bruce Wayne's in public, besides yeah. that, like the Falcone plays Falcone. Falcone. Yeah, Falcone. Um, well, they call him Falcone in this movie. <laughs> I like that you both said different things. You're like, yeah, Falcone. It doesn't matter. Um, it was Maroni. <laughs> Macaroni. And cheesy. <laughs> That's what the twins' names were. <laughs> Macaroni the... and cheesy. <laughs> yeah, the bouncers. Oh, man. The twins. <laughs> twins. But uh, a couple of those Riddlers did die when that thing fell, but that wasn't because of Batman. That's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing his best. Mm-hmm. He was doing. To, to, he really uh, is doing his best. To like, yeah, I think like, one, yeah, a couple of them get shot by like themselves. So it's yeah, like, it's kind of like you can't really. It's not, it's not you can't stop right? bullets. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Plausible deniability. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was it's like when I punch somebody. It's like when I punch somebody off a roof in Batman Arkham Arkham City. I'm like. I guess they're okay. <laughs> yeah, well, same thing with the Spider-Man video game. You watched me play that. Yeah, you're, I literally, we literally watched somebody, like, he punched a goon off a building. Webb is supposed to shoot out and attach them to the building. We watched that guy plummet right down to the bottom of New York City. <laughs> it's like, he's fine, right? Like, no, he's dead. Wait, go Spider-Man. <laughs> Superior Spider-Man. Um yeah, and well, I mean, they're also domestic terrorists. Like they're oh yeah, like, <laughs> they're awful, awful people. Yeah, they sure are. I I've read a few tweets. People be like the Riddler, the guy saying he has five hundred followers. People are like that's not anything. I'm like, yeah, it's like faceless million people subscribers, but it's five hundred people with guns and will like actively attack the city. That's a big number. Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. how many people are at the insurrection? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. That's what's scary. Yeah, that's scary. Like, it's scarier than you think. Like, 500, that's not a lot. It's not a, like, a million subscriber base on my Twitch channel, but you see 500 people assaulting something, you're like, that's a big group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, when I saw that 500, I was like, we're in fucking trouble. <laughs> yep. And then he was like, and then there's you for your part. And I was like, oh, no way. Yeah, it just, yeah, Batman kind of stinks in this at certain points because he's still learning how to be Batman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I like two that. years he's been doing it. Yeah. I like that, and I've just like there's several times in this movie where I could imagine somebody being like, whatever. My favorite thing on this podcast is make straw man arguments. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I we could do. definitely see fanboys or whatever being like, Batman wouldn't do that. He'd be really good right away or something. No, he's no. he learns like he's learning. This isn't Batman at the age of like forty where like he's mastered every like thing to ever exist. Like, like Affleck Batman. Yeah, 
And even then, I think Affleck was still pretty stupid. <laughs> like, this Batman, Robert pa- Robert, what's how you say his last name? Charles? Pattinson. Like, Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's Batman is smart. Like, he is yes. actually intelligent in mm. addition to, like, being able to kick ass on, like, a regular yeah, basis. Like, he knows weak spots on the body, whereas Affleck just pummels people. And not even, like, he's he's a detective. Like, he literally looks at the body yeah. and says, the, hand, the thumb was severed before, what's it called? Yeah. Before there death. You go. So, there's he's that. He's a detective first. Yes. In this movie, especially, and, like, with all the narration and mm-hmm. everything. The yeah. narration, like, him, like, just, like, scouring through footage at the end of every night to, like, see anything yeah. he missed. Like, he's very much a detective yes. and like a methodical like Holmesian if he was very violent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which uh that specific point's interesting just to go outside of this movie a little bit because Dark Knight, the whole thing, he's like, I'm I can see the whole city with my security cams. Mm-hmm. And like that's like a big moral dilemma. Yeah, he turned in, every phone into a security camera. But in this movie it's kinda like uh like just uh like a body cam that he yeah. gets in his eye. Mm-hmm. And it's just Which like is really cool. Uh and uh, also, society cultures just changed uh, since 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some ways, bad. Where it's just like like CCTV and like all this stuff. Like I know that's been around for a long time, but uh, it's like I don't know. Even the U.S. is pretty like surveillance statey, but not from the government. From all these companies following yeah. all of our stuff and like personalized ads and everything. It's the just algorithms. Like, we're all being we're all being watched. You man. sound like a Riddler, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. That specific point was interesting just because in 2008 it was a big deal in that movie mm-hmm. and in this it one was it's a big moral like, quandary oh, but it makes sense that it's like a body cam yeah thing. it's he's not surveilling the entire city he is literally being like he recruits catwoman to wear the things he wears them to like record cases and like do that kind of thing right which is very helpful for a detective yes um so it'd be different if he was like literally surveying all of gotham like what he has in the dark knight where like he could literally violate people's privacy and kind of be all precoggy yeah i guess that's totally different yeah yeah Yeah, minority report yeah (laughs) yeah and uh yeah because he's just using this to but i don't know i'm getting too granular with this thing we should move on the whole like two-way phone call thing like yeah it, but the thing but it's is it's like, it's like not being able to consent to being recorded yeah he's doing a lot of illegal things and i shouldn't be and he's a vigilante this. like yeah. he's he's sure. what he's doing isn't legal to begin with it's like now you sure. now you're gonna add assault on a police officer to your rap and he hates cops that's what i love <laughs> yeah. so much i'm like batman hates cops every single time three every single yeah. people are like oh batman like works <laughs> with the cops he's just a cop and like he hates cops <laughs> he uh I really like his voice in this movie. Oh, it's so good. Because it just feels like like he's a different character from mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, but it's not to such a degree where like it I feel like sound cartoony. Mm-hmm. I feel like Christian Bale is really good as like Batman in his prime kind of thing. Yeah. Up to the point where like well, I don't know. He's good at balancing Bruce Wayne and, and Batman. Yes. But his Batman he's got it down pat. is a little sin sin. Sin sin? Pattinson. No, he's he's got it down pat. I mean like you know he Yeah. Bruce. You're saying a saying. Oh, and, and you made a joke. He's got it down Pattinson. <laughs> it's always good when I make you explain your jokes. <laughs> I usually do that myself, so yeah. thank you. Uh, I also said it weird. Anyways. Sun, sun. What a great use of my time. <laughs> this podcast is a great use of your time. Christian Bale is a good balance. He's a great balance of Bruce Wayne and Batman, mm-hmm. but I guess his Batman's a bit like... Even at the time, everyone was like, "This kind of stupid." And like him being like, "I'm not wearing hockey pants. I'm not wearing hockey pants." <laughs> is it 
hockey pants? It's hockey pads. Hockey pads. Hockey pads. Sometimes I think it's hockey mask. I'm not wearing hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going curling right now. <laughs> He's just like chiseling away all the ice. I'm like you, someone who rattled the cage. Wouldn't it be good if in the, in the icebox lounge someone was playing curling in that rave? That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> be pretty there are little bits in like this where I'm like, I kind of would like if the iceberg lounge had like a lot of ice theme to I it. Know, right? What if like the penguin becomes like a digital mastermind and he ha- makes a website? It's basically Club Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> he just hijacks. Out. He just hijacks like children's information. No for swearing. <laughs> That's your third penguin strike. You're booted. I feel like this episode is going to be all over the place just because this movie is so long. Yeah. And there's so much stuff I want to touch on. But uh, Colin Farrell's a penguin, I think, is like phenomenal. He did a really good job. He did very good. He should have gotten his cigar. Oh, my God. Why they didn't let him have a cigar? Why didn't they let him have a cigar? Connor? Smoking's bad. They don't want to encourage it. It's uh, they did. This, uh, they let mass, a, la- a mass shooting scene happen in this movie. But they didn't <laughs> yeah. let him have a cigar. We won't <laughs> encourage smoking. We will encourage mass insurrections, though. Oh man! Don't encourage anything. This movie is Batman itself, where yeah. it's like he's like trying to do the right thing, you know. But the Riddler is using him as a pawn as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I feel like that's a fair argument. At it is. Least. No, I absolutely. Because that's, that's the whole point of the movie. It's him like going about being vengeance and then not really understanding the repercussions of how other people, maybe a darker element, can take his mission. And exactly. he's also just legitimately scaring normal people. Yeah. Like that guy's like, please don't hurt me. And he's just like, yeah, fear at first. And you're like, and he, and he realizes, oh, wait, that's wrong. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. To the point where, yeah, he's just like trying to comfort people mm-hmm. by the end. But I really like that. When he grabs his arm in the end and he like, yeah. puts his hand on hers. I was like, oh, that's so good. This is Batman. This is Batman. But uh, to take a step back, I guess, this is the third Matt Reeves movie we've covered on this podcast. It is? Yeah. Because Donald the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. It is, yes. Yeah. He's really good. And our. Sixth Robert Pattinson movie, all the Twilights. Yes, all the Twilights. <laughs> like six, yeah, yes, five six. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Your mascots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it's been five years since since Matt Reeves has made a movie. But I kind of like really. I'd rather wait five years for him to make a movie than like him to put something out every year or something. War like of the that. Planet of the Apes was his most recent movie, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited for. What I hope will, will I, I think we will get a sequel. I mean, I, ca- I can't really imagine I not getting a we sequel. We will. Yeah. This movie's getting so much good buzz right now. Yeah. And it's making a lot of money. So yeah, it's I just, get a sequel. I just can't imagine it. But even if I have to wait another like five years, I will, I'll be waiting with bated breath, especially after this one. I'll just be like, this, I know, and I know it's going to deliver. It's kind of how it used to be with sequels. People yeah. People would wait like that five years was like the top. Mm-hmm. It was like three to five years, like the Star Wars, the original trilogy, all yeah. of them were like three years apart. And I think it's the last thing I want is like a rapid turnaround. Like I don't want a year from now to see like Batman 2 like coming to theaters. Yeah. I mean, look at Bam- the the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, it was like out. four years apart. Yeah. Three years actually, right? 2005, 2008. Yeah. And that's six, seven, eight. Rises yeah. was until 2013, I think, 2012. Right? 2012. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that was because of passing Heath Ledger and they didn't really know what to do. Yeah. So Christopher Nolan made Inception in that time. Yeah. Yeah, The this movie is really strange to me in a lot of ways in that, like, it's so up my alley, but it's very strange as a blockbuster movie. Mm. It doesn't really feel like a big... It doesn't feel like a traditional blockbuster in a lot, really like, doesn't. most ways. It's, it's very detective, like, story-driven. Mm-hmm. This is what I was talking about in my review with, like, 
you know, in that 70s Hollywood new wave thing of yeah. how they were like, hey, just make whatever movies you want. And then we got Taxi Driver, French Connection, The Godfather, who was just getting these movies that these directors wanted to make. And you know what all those movies have in common? Dirty, Death. no, I would say dirty, rainy cities, which is what Gotham is the entire time, and I the love entire it. Entire <laughs> time, yeah, three hours. It almost makes me want to rewatch Joker just because I was like, that movie's trash. Mm. I'm like, is there anything about this? Because it's like, that's a similar thing. It's like that movie's very in- influenced by the 70s yeah, filmmaking and like Scorsese and stuff. And yeah, this is just like, a but Joker is self indulgent, feels yeah, like. Yeah, I guess that's the difference. Yeah, this doesn't feel self indulgent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's people comparing it to uh, certain filmmakers and stuff like that. It's just like, I feel like it stands on its own. Like, yeah, yeah it can, a movie can be inspired than not be an homage. Like, everything's derivative time. of something else. Like, that's just how we live now. Yep. Precisely. But just like how I did feel like this one was deri- not derivative. It was inspired by The Dark Knight. But it, I see this one as an evolution from The Dark Knight. Yeah, not like, exactly. Yes. The Dark Knight's inspired by Heat. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything is. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Especially like, when you're dealing with subgenres like superhero uh, movies and stuff like that. It just different. feels like it, it ascended a ladder where like it's just stepping stepping forward, getting bo- maybe not stepping on, but getting boosted up by previous things that came before to make it soar all the higher. Yes. Like what I feel like Dark Knight did for this. Mm-hmm. It even was like kind of set up similarly to the Dark. Remember, I I even made a comment to you <laughs> while we were watching. It was like, is this gonna be like the Dark Knight where it's gonna feel like it's ending? Where there's like another forty five. <laughs> and minutes. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's just like this movie so stylized, not even just like its visual look, but just the, in- the intention is so consistent throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I would say it's weird. And it's like it makes me think of like David Lynch's Dune or something. Oh yeah, but mm. that's way more of a mess than this movie. Mm-hmm. Like that movie's fascinating to me in that like the 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 like the leaps that David Lynch takes. Yeah, it's not. I don't think a very good movie. Especially mm-hmm. like I feel like the new Dune is like a better like blockbuster movie yeah. for sure. But it's just like I don't know. This film's like incredibly artistic. It's not. It does some stuff that like serves up to like a blockbuster audience mm-hmm. um where i'm like oh i'm so in like this vibe of this movie and then it does something where i'm like oh oh but then i have to like contextualize it where it's just like well this is also they throw in the big big occasional big set piece like big moments. set piece or just like throwing yeah. things in like like the joker or whatever yeah like in the in the in arkham mm. that was for tessa they were test i heard i read that they were like testing out him and some other character for the test audiences and joker one do you know who the other one was? No. Hmm. Gerard Butler. <laughs> Craven. Just Gerard Butler. It was Craven. <laughs> Gerard Butler is Craven. Craven the Hunter? Yeah. Do you guys want Joker From to be Spider-Man? in Spider-Man? Do you guys want Joker to be in the second one or do you want them to like hold off and like have him unleashed in the third one as a like, kind of like trilogy finale kind of well, thing? They already showed me he's there, so they might yeah. as well give him to me. I would kind of like if he just didn't show up. It'd be funny. I, I'd like that too if he like kind of was like staying back like a mini Thanos situation where like he's just kind of building up and like getting a little stronger and scarier. Like maybe that his influence sense. is like kind of spreading in like the second Batman where like yeah. you see things happening maybe in the periphery and then when he shows up in the third it's like a big deal. Yeah, yeah that it, makes sense. It also makes that perfect, would be cool too. Perfect sense to make for like the second for the, for the first sequel like the second movie just narratively arc wise mm-hmm. like that's why they do it with Dark Knight I think too yeah. is that like he's the ultimate Batman villain so it's mm-hmm. like I, but yeah, to build up to the third one, but just like as Batman's growing as a character. Yeah. So like when he's at his peak, then he intro- we introduce like the thing, the, the thing that can ruin him. Yeah. 
I guess I'd be fine with him being an either, but I'm just a little burnt out on the Joker too. Thing is, I kind of am too. So I think a good like few years period of like him not being in a Batman movie would do some good. But also the way this movie stylized, it kind of removes some of the possible villains that you could do. Like I know Matt Reeves has mentioned he would want to do someone like Mister Freeze, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how do you do him in this? world like it's really hard to do very toned down they would all just have to be toned down yeah Yeah. it's like really difficult to do mr freeze in a not cartoony world that's why i think he works really well in batman and robin yeah (laughs) (laughs) he fits the tone of that movie it's just like it'd be like a genetic disorder like how how he has in the thing and like i guess the cartoon is where it would literally be like yeah like oh I literally like can't exist outside of like a cold thing I build some it wouldn't be a big bulky like frost gun suit but well, it'd probably the, be something in the cartoon it was the accident yeah that, that made him that way because of he's trying to work on his way. was it you Jacob that said Killer Croc would be good because I kind of agree <laughs> I was like Killer Croc would be an interesting side especially how I just it is yeah there's like a lot of Batman villains that have like genetic abilities and yeah. stuff like that like and like Clayface and mm-hmm. stuff like they're all in accidents or it's like they get kind of Spider Man-y that way yeah. And it's just like I don't know if any of those fit this tone. Like I feel like the Riddler I don't really establishes, huh? I don't need Clayface in this Batman universe. Well, it'd be really he's literally a shapeshifter and made yeah, out of clay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were even saying they can't really picture how Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson are both like we don't even know how Superman could like exist in this. I honestly uh, hope he, he doesn't. No, I don't yeah. want him around. I don't need him. Every yeah. time Superman shows up in a Batman thing, I get really annoyed. People are like, oh, Superman can just do his job for him. Like, why does Batman <laughs> need to exist? Like, One, just... Superman's a terrible detective. Yes. Two, he doesn't understand magic at all. Yeah. I really... Actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I really like things in comic books when they bring up, like, Superman can't even handle the Joker that well. Superman, kind of a dumb guy. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of an idiot. Or, like, like there's, a, there's a comic, I think, of, of like, Injustice or something where, like, where Joker literally just ruins Superman's life. He kills, he has Superman basically kill Lois and his unborn child. And Batman's like, why'd you do this? Like, I thought this was between us. And, and he's like, I don't know. I wanted to play on easy mode for a little bit. Like, I need some inspiration. So I just chose to mess up Superman because that's easy. We should, uh, we'll, we'll uh, brainstorm maybe at the end of this episode. Yeah. Well, yeah there's so we, much else to talk exactly, about. Exactly. We got to come up with like maybe you one know, villain. You know who would, would like fit? It. In this Batman universe, what are we doing now? My villain that I created, the Coyote. <laughs> right. What episode was that? Even Batman Returns. That was Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. Yeah, the Coyote, the most one of the grimmest <laughs> Batman villains. He was just a see. serial killer, right? He was literally a man who killed homeless people. Like oh, that was God. just his mo. It's like he would just r- patrol the streets it's with Gotham, that, murdering a, homeless people. He's a reverse Riddler. Yeah, he's this. That's without kinda... rhyme or reason, he's like Zaz, pretty much. Who exactly. just like kills without a thought. Rhyme that's... or reason? Ooh, <laughs> it is me, rhyme or reason. <laughs> oh, anyway, what were you let's saying? Let's talk about the actual movie. What's yeah. the next one that you were saying? The next point. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. The characters? Yeah, let's talk. I want to talk about uh, Zoe Kravitz. This cast is great. Zoe Kravitz is, uh, I'm going to marry her. You want to marry her? <laughs> he said thought, he's going to, not he wants to. to. No, I want to. Oh, oh he does want okay. to. I do. I thought she did an exceptional, exceptional job as Catwoman. I loved their chemistry. I yes. was kind of worried yes. at, at some point. So like, she, it'd be one of those like, oh, she's using him and like using her sexuality to like get yeah. Batman to help her. But they just have like an instant kind of like connection between the two, which I'm like, this is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, because they're he's she's kind of the only person that he has met that is in a similar vein as him, mm-hmm. but she's taking a totally different path, and their paths are crossing in this movie, but mm-hmm. they kind of like go off again. But yeah, so it's kind of like a a brief romance, and it's like 
Yeah, it's it's uh, their relationship is I think effective. Yeah, I agree. As opposed to like I don't know, there's so many like sexless superhero movies. Mm-hmm. And, and Batman's one of like the few superheroes who has like does have like sexy times with Catwoman. It's like the constants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the comic, they're like doing it all the time. Oh yeah, Tom King's especially. They're all over <laughs> each other. <laughs> And then he's watching her get dressed, and then we're like, oh. oh. It's very voyeuristic. <laughs> yeah. More 70s stuff. Yeah, it's more. Like a De Palma movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah, yeah that's a point where it's just like, I'm not going to rationalize that. But he's it's a like, weird guy. He's like putting well, on. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah. more so. It, where it's just like, yeah. that's a scene where it makes you question him and his mm-hmm. like, not so much like directly his sanity, but just like his his tactics. His integrity. Is it his tactics and his integrity? Because it's just like. Yeah, you see that she's changing into her like cat mm-hmm. outfit and everything to go do stuff, but it's just like, yeah, it's like that's another scene that exemplifies it's like Batman. He's weird and kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like he's <laughs> definitely like not stable in a lot of ways. Yeah. but it also doesn't push it to the extent I feel like at least where where he's like too much of a weirdo. That yeah, he can't be like redeemed or something. He's not screaming, "Let's get nuts." <laughs> The music even <laughs> becomes more sensual during that scene when yeah. she's like changing. So it's like it has a similar th- th- huh? their like theme plays together again. And we're like, and a scene I like a lot where like she's breaking into like the safe and like somebody comes and he's like, wait, stay quiet. And then he's like, they're both like holding each other. Yeah. And then like she's like, oh, I'm kind of into this actually. <laughs> she like makes that face. Yeah, that more so like let me just chill for now. Yeah, yeah, they work really well together, both mm-hmm. the actors and the characters, just because like emotionally it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like more, even more emotionally stunted than Batman. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's dealing with all of her own issues in this movie because she has direct physical people she can interact and attack mm-hmm. to deal with her own life. Whereas, like, he's fighting a concept. Yeah, because his parents are already dead. Mm-hmm. So he's just trying to, like, figure out, he's figuring out a lot of stuff about his parents, especially his dad and, mm-hmm. like, what his legacy is. But it's all not, he's not talking to his dad. You yeah. Know? But at the same time, he's like, emotionally developed enough as like the batman to know that you can't just like go and shoot people like it's not going to take anything back but Mm -hmm. he still is trying to learn that in this movie as well he's not like about to kill someone but he's trying still trying to figure out what the batman should stand for i guess yeah because at first he was he's very much it's about fear and it's about like intimidation and like scaring the (laughs) shit out of everybody he's like the scarecrow (laughs) yeah and that's why i think batman begins with my favorite batman or still is my favorite batman movie because it plays off of like you think you're fear and this is what fear does to people and this is how you weaponize fear and how it can be twisted against you because mm-hmm. you're still afraid i think just the cast all around is like excellent it's really good even like the police commissioner i was, I was like i hope he sticks around i like this guy the, the thicker guy the yeah guy. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> he had a weird sounding voice but yeah. i liked it there's, there's so okay like speaking of that like there's definitely humor in this movie, and I think it works really well in the confines of this. Like, I agree. It's not I was... too quippy. Mm-hmm. It's almost a little more quippy than I expected, mm-hmm. where it's just like, <laughs> where Batman's like, they're like going into the orphanage, and to Gordon, he's like, no guns. And Gordon's like, that's your thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's your thing, dude. And he plays so well just being like this stone wall. People can like bounce humor off of him, but like he can yeah. stay direct and focused. But they're, yeah, they're Did like, just say hello. <laughs> They're definitely buds, and uh, Gordon kept, keeps calling him man. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. When, when they're in and like so the, in the interrogation room together, it's like their most like bro moment yeah. to me. <laughs> it's so silly, but like works. It's like, you're going gonna to catch hell for this while you punched me in the face. <laughs> I thought you'd pull your punch. I did. I did. 
<laughs> they have a lot of good like quips. like they're friends yeah they're definitely buds <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what was i uh okay something about gordon oh the police commissioner there's so many <laughs> there's so many performances in this movie that i'm like that is ridiculous <laughs> but it like it's i i guess it works i guess yeah. it does where it's just like the commissioner is like, what are you doing here, Batman? <laughs> what the hell are you going on over here? Get then, him out of here. We used to be partners, Jim. Yeah. And then, like, and then later there's some random cop when Batman shows up to, when uh, after uh, the Riddler, after they bring Falcone into the light. You yeah. Know? And then like one of the police officers is like, I forget. He's like, what about string of evidence, Gordon? <laughs> like all of them have really <laughs> silly voices. And it like, it's fine though. I don't yeah. know. Like it kind of works. For it some feels reason. like animated Gotham to me. Like yeah. they show up and say things. Like, like happy I'm, fucking Halloween. They're like, oh, yeah. like the <laughs> derpy idiot cops. Holiday, hey, Batman. <laughs> it's supposed to be your favorite holiday. Yeah. And it's fine it's like when idiot Bostonian cops. It's fine when they're so cartoony because then they end up like barely being in the movie or they die. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not supposed to be here. I mean, the twins are very arch too, like the bouncers. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like so. It's like very There's faithful to Batman. Yeah. yeah. In those silly ways, stuff, yeah. while still being extremely, it's not. It's very dark, stylized, and gritty, but not dry. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's... And that's why I was like, it has moments of, like, you can take a breath and you can smile and be like, okay, like, that, that was fun, and it's, then, like, get back into it. It's dark and gritty, but, like, full of emotion as opposed to emotionless. Like, yes. He's not really a stoic Batman, which, he's stoic because that's his character, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't... He... He has his own... He has feelings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, even as... And he's kind of, like... Still trying to figure out if Batman should even exist because mm-hmm. he thinks the Riddler's figured him out and everything yeah. too. And I love that part where he's like, he's like Bruce. I, at first, I was so nervous. I was like, Oh my god! Like, what, what are we gonna do? That and like, it's so Riddler, just like not even think he's Bruce Wayne. And it's, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's so good every time. Or like even the, like the Arkham game, especially I like so much. Where people are like, like, who do you think Batman is? He's like, he's like, well, it could be this person. This way, I'll tell you, it's definitely not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Because he's like, and he goes this big tired how much he fucking hates Bruce Wayne. <laughs> well, he does try to kill him in this movie. Yeah, he does. He we did. almost got him all, didn't we? <laughs> that scene is so good. It's like Paul Dano's best. Like that's like the Oscar moment. Yeah. Scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. When, that's when trivialized he's acting. Yeah. Is like, as just an award ceremony. His, like monologue. Yeah, yeah. His whole like thing was like we almost got him all, and then the Bruce Wayne <laughs> like. He, like he, you actually see him audibly going, "Oh, oh yeah. my god, yeah. <laughs> thank funny. Christ!" Like, Damn, he knows he's Bruce Wayne. And I was he's like, thinking, Dang, we almost got him. I was thinking, where it's just yeah, he keeps looking at the camera. But I was thinking, like, it kind of can't because it's like, then what do you do? Just the Riddler yeah. knows who he is, but like the Riddler doesn't tell anybody. That's like such a Joker thing. It it's is. Just yeah. Like, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm really glad that they like twisted it back, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he doesn't actually know. And then Batman like finds that out. And he's like, "Oh, now it's my advantage." Yeah, and he's, and he's like, "You're a like, psychopath." He's, he's like, "You're no! a loser. You're a big fat baby." No. <laughs> and he's like freaking out. I'm like, I really like this because it was good. because uh, the Riddler. You finally realize that like, yeah, like the Riddler used Batman to to accomplish all these goals. And it's like some mm-hmm. of the things that the Riddler doing aren't compl- they're they're obviously murderous and bad mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> like you don't do these things, but you also like he sees himself probably as an antihero. Yeah, he's like clearing the board and yeah. like and he's helping Batman. He's actually trying to reveal like the lies of the city. Mm-hmm. And his he's the Batman. He's very so close to Batman, especially since he is the same age as him. Yeah, he grew up in the Wayne orphanage. The, or- mm-hmm. the best kinds of villains are yeah. the ones where you're almost convinced that they're right. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. you could see Bruce Wayne being this guy in, in another life. Like, they're very, and like, like, uh, I almost said Zoe Kravitz. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, Catwoman says, it's like, oh, like, or no, was it her or the Riddler? Where it's just like, Bruce Wayne, like, grew up in a, in this, like, mansion overlooking. That, that's the Riddler. He yeah, says, like, overlooking like the, the city. poor billionaire. Like, the, he's like, the poor, it's like, the poor billionaire, he lost his parents, but at least the money makes it go down a little easier, doesn't it? Like, that kind of thing. Like, he grew up in a tower. Like, that's not being an orphan. Being an orphan mm-hmm. is, like, living in, like, a house where it's so cold that a baby dies every year. And, like, mm-hmm. you are you go to bed hungry, a rat's nibbling on your thumb in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, what orphanage are you staying at? Jesus. <laughs> the, the one that one? was cut funding. Yeah. The renewal thing oh, didn't the renewal. happen. Well, it's like a oh, the gangsters orphanage. took it. Yeah, the gangsters. I guess, like, does Alfred have any control of the money when Bruce Wayne's growing up? No, no probably not. Probably not. It, that's it why. It probably directly just went to. That's. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't have power of attorney well, when he, until he turned 18. Well, it's it's kind of weird. Like, it's kind of that weird thing where, like, yeah, their their name is on the company, but they don't really own the company. They're yeah. Like, it's like that. Weird. Like, he needs to have a certain amount of stocks to have a say in things, and mm-hmm. then there's a board. But then he that's doesn't even go to the, the meetings. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is that, like, in dark in the Dark Knight trilogy. That's how yeah, uh, he they wanted tried to, to buy use, him out. He wanted to use his Bruce Wayne persona to like do all the Bruce Wayne stuff on how to help the city like mm-hmm. his dad. And this one, he's like, I don't give a shit about Bruce Wayne. And that's why that mayoral candidate is like, hey, uh, your family used to be philanthropists. Can you like do something? And he's like, leave me alone. I'd kind of be like, leave <laughs> me alone, too, if that was me. Or I'd be like, who the hell are you to tell me what to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why he's like, look, leave me alone. I got bigger stuff to worry about. Yeah, it's like, she's obviously in the right. Like, he should be helping people. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like. He's like, I help people every single goddamn day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she doesn't. Everybody thinks he's just a spoiled little rich kid that's just like hanging out, crying in his mansion. Exactly. No, he does do that. <laughs> he does. Yeah. There's the whole thing where yeah, Calvin's like, you sound like you grew up rich. Like, yeah. No concept of like what it actually means to like yeah. suffer financially and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk to Lily about what she thought of the production design because there were a lot of really cool looking building. His mansion looks. It's, the inside Great. of it looked really cool. I'm it's like, like Crimson damn. Peak in there. <laughs> I straight up like was like, damn, when <laughs> he's like going to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. And his uh, baggy sweater and Tommy Wiseau glasses. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> he shows up and he puts on the, like, the sunglasses and he just, he just looks like shit all the time. Hangover glasses. <laughs> he's just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> he looks comfy. He it does. It's funny noticing him like wince at the sunlight. <laughs> it's like, uh. Matt Reeves wanted to base this Bruce Wayne on Kurt Cobain. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Especially since Nirvana's all over. All over. <laughs> we hear that song three times in the movie. I'm I didn't like, mind. I get it's a good it. Song. <laughs> I get it. I liked his eyeliner a lot. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this is like the first Batman movie where he takes off the mask and the black stays. This is just like the most... It, it is the most deranged Batman. Like, I, I bring up the Frank Miller Batman every once all in a while. All-star. Or all-star Batman, where, but that's more like he's, like, basically Frank Miller, who's, like, just... Semi-authoritarian. <laughs> super intense to the point where he'll just, like, yeah, he's just way too way too deranged. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one's, like, definitely incredibly weird, um, but he's still is, like, trying to do the right thing. That's, like, yeah. where all, like, the emo-ness comes in, where it's just, like, he's really sad all the time and, like, just trying to, like, He's like, I'm trying to do good. But it's like, what do I know how to do like to to like stop criminals? Oh, make them terrified. Yeah. It's like he needs to like get out of his emo-ness a little bit to 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 the right people at least. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, I could be scary to people, 
but I shouldn't be that way to like civilians. Like yeah. I need to help them in a different way. They need to know that I'm there to help them because mm. every civilian he encounters in this movie, basically up till the end, is like terrified of him. I will say the Frank. There are so many different things that inspired this movie that from the comics, just like I digest so many Batman comics, I can just point to things and be like, oh, that's that. Like. Especially, you talk about Frank Miller, Tyler. I feel like the screens and the news reports are all feel very Frank Miller to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, especially that Times Square, like all the screens are like this. Just screams like it's it's Dark Knight Returns. Like it's that's exactly what it is because there's so many news reports in Dark Knight Returns. Like it's all over the place. Evidently, some comic influences that they used were. I wanted to see if you read these. Well, mm-hmm. you read two of these for sure, but they said Batman Ego. Oh, is that with a what's what's called a Doctor Strange? I've never heard of this one. I think that's with Doctor Strange. Don't you mean Hugh? Hugo Strange, yeah. And then Batman Year One and Batman Long Halloween. Those ones are kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we get a we get subtle reference to Hush with the Elliots, which I'm very excited (laughs) for. This movie kind of follows like the structure of Long Halloween, right? It really does. Yeah, a string of murders and. Yeah, they just swap out um, the Falcon, the Falcone kid for uh, the Holiday Killer for what's called uh, the Riddler. But and even in the end, Carmine gets like the Catwoman scratch across his face, which I was like, that's good. There's no Calendar Man in this movie. No Calendar Man, unfortunately. <laughs> Isn't he referenced in one of the Suicide Squad movies? I think he yeah. is. Yeah, he's played by Sean Gunn. He actually shows up, like he's a little skinny guy with like just yeah. the numbers on his head. Yeah, talks shit to somebody. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite Batmobile. <laughs> it's pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> it really it's is just cool. like no matter how else you design this this is just it's like a souped up hot rock <laughs> yeah but it's not even like a like it's it's like thick and like it's yeah it's like a sports car but yeah, it's, it's like, like a mustang yeah well yeah basically and just bigger wheels and mm-hmm. a giant turbo jet on the back <laughs> yes. it's like I, I expected some good fight scenes in this movie but not like an excellent like chase sequence mm-hmm. like that and like I like that so much. Like he like does like hit other cars sometimes. Like bumps into things. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> he like keeps driving. Yeah, I just really like how human this Batman is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always making a certain degree of mistakes. Yeah, like little mistakes going. here and there. But he doesn't do anything catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Like hitting his head after hang gliding <laughs> on the bridge. Open, pop, 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 Ah, and he just walks it off. My He's back, like, my, my back. back. That's, That's what he what would take said. said to me. And then he was like, "My back, back." And he just walks away. <laughs> I think everyone in the theater audibly went, "Ooh!" I did. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I did. I was like, "Oh!" Just that whole yeah chase sequence with, uh, and it's like. Something else I really liked about this movie is he's so new to it mm-hmm. that he is trying to establish himself and be scary. And several times, like, the older crime people are just like, you think you're scary to me? You're <laughs> just, like, some some dumb person. Like, you can't scare me. I yeah. know, you know, Like, Falcon's like that and the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Like And, like, the Penguin is, like, in his 40s or whatever. Yeah. He's been being a bad dude for a long time. A long time. He's, <laughs> got, like, he's, like, he can, like, he's definitely killed a lot of people. Just yeah. the way he, like, sprays off his Uzis or whatever mm-hmm. he's got. Um, and like that whole chase sequence is like, yeah, it's like you believe that the penguin can actually like get away mm-hmm. from Batman. Like he's actually a challenge. Yeah. Cause there's just so many Batman movies, especially where it's just like, he's already so good mm-hmm. that it's hard to think that he's like fallible. Yeah. I, there are certain villains where they're just not a challenge to him anymore. And he's just like figuring this, th- all this stuff out and just this 
just <laughs> that stunt is so crazy with the trucks exploding mm-hmm. and then he like the ramp falls in place yeah, perfectly so at the good. right He's time. Like, yeah. like, this is like this is like this is like Grand Theft Auto or something. <laughs> Fast like, and furious. It, it just like feels so video gamey, but it's so cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then Penguin's like, Yeah, I got him. I won. I got you. <laughs> I got you, you freak. And then he like flat flashes through the fire. I'm just literally just re, re reciting, reciting like, the movie. Yeah, but it's just like so freaking cool, especially seeing an IMAX is so loud. It was like the, sh- the chairs so were shaking when he was revving shaking. up the car. I was just like grinning underneath my mask. <laughs> oh yeah, same here. I was just like, uh, yes, let's go. <laughs> Take me on the ride. Take, Take me, Batman. <laughs> um, there's yeah, I don't know. This movie's so like emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm hitting it over the head at this point, but just the scene, the first scene where the mayor is killed. Um, and then Batman shows up the crime scene. Yeah. Um, we'll touch we'll go back to how weird the cops think he is. <laughs> but um, when he's leaving and he's just like staring at the kid for a while mm-hmm. and I'm just like, uh, okay. And I'm like, Oh, like, fuck. like this is, he's just being like, he's looking at his own life through this. Yeah. Kid, he's saying like that, that's me. Like, and I, and I failed to stop this from happening again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a repeating cycle. And just like that really, really hit me like emotionally. Mm-hmm. And where it's just like, that he, he's then, trying to do the right thing, but he's not good enough yet. Yeah. He can't. He even says, I can't be everywhere. Like maybe if the Riddler showed up like 20 years into his career or like 10 years into his career or something, mm-hmm. he'd just like easily best him and like figure yeah. all of this stuff out. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he keeps messing up. Even at the ending of the conversation where the Riddler says like, oh, you're not nearly as smart as I thought yeah. you were. <laughs> yeah. And he's really smart. Mm-hmm. And like, you want to keep, I just made me really want to root for Batman in yeah. a way that like I never have before watching one of the movies. I, I totally agree. Like a fallible Batman's an interesting Batman. It kind of feels like anybody could be Batman in a way. Mm-hmm. If they, but then I guess you have to be really rich. Yeah, yeah. I feel like take he, out a loan. The, <laughs> take out a loan, a bat loan. Yeah, bat, the bat loan. credit card. Bat credit card. There's a never leave the cave without it. The the way he talks though is is like I, what I always like in this because it is very Bruce Wayne to be like when Alfred says like you need to meet with your accountants like we're gonna lose our lose money. He's like. I don't care about the money. It's like if he was homeless on the streets, he would still be trying to do this. He would still be like, yeah, and like uh, he has tech in this movie, but it's not super advanced. It's very it's, low grade stuff. It feels like he's kind of like a street fighter or something. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of cool stuff, but the way that they, I do love, he has a back computer. Yeah, the back computer is great. Like, like that's, that's where his budget yeah, went. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he has like that like military one or whatever, where it's like all green. Mm-hmm. Like that he like brings in a suitcase or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just all of his devices, the 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 uh, grappling hooks and mm-hmm. stuff. The grappling hooks, great. He has a he has like a smoke bomb or something, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he makes he a, like, sh- a bunch of mi- no, that was an explosive canister yeah. he used. Yeah, he throws a little mine on it or something. He has something in his wrists. I remember he used something in there. Yeah, the, the taser. Yeah, the taser. Right. Oh god, he has, he has taser the thing fist. around his right arm. I think that's like all the like. I don't know if he shoots those off or whatever. Yeah, he's still trying to figure out his. Look, his arsenal. Look, yeah. his arsenal. He's trying things out still, but I really like his look in this. Where it's just like, yeah, like every other Batman feels more like a superhero in this one. He's got, he's basically just has Doc Martens on. Yeah, like, he's, got, he's Doc got some big combat boots yeah. on, yeah. and that's honestly like I one like of the coolest the... like in, in intros of a character. Mm-hmm. And his like batarangs detachable from like his crest, which I thought was cool too. Yeah, which I never they never talk about in the movie. But uh, I remember reading originally. Is it? I don't know if it's true or not. But it's like that. That was like the gun that killed his parents. Yeah, that he like t- 
cut he like cut down Forged, to turn yeah. into the battering. But, mm, but it, it looks like it. It looks like that's what it is. It definitely yeah. looks like a gun. But but again, it's one of those things where you're like, it's not never explained in the movie. So like, what context would I have? I'd have to look yeah. for like ten years from now to look for some interview where Matt Reeves is like, oh, yeah. that's what it is. Right. But speaking to the context of like him looking at the kid, mm-hmm. um, and how this is a blockbuster movie. Where it's like, I kind of just needed that shot yeah. to fully understand that. Mm-hmm. But then the kid keeps showing up throughout the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think he's really necessary, but he kind of is follows the emotional arc of Batman. Yeah. And like, he has to save the kid at the at the um, the funeral of his dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he's a prominent figure for, like, the town in general. He's, like, the former mayor's kid. So, yeah. like, it's kind of natural he'd show up in these kind of, like, so for the plot pivotal reasons. places yeah there's so many this plot gets so dense and at some points like a little convoluted yeah it, the Maronis and the Falcones of it all kind of get a big mix up for me and all the stuff yeah. with like the I know I got mixed up uh, with his parents yeah like, all the backstory of his parents I'm like uh, it was just a, a bit too much for me yeah. and see that's right <laughs> that's why I'm like I, so I almost want too. I almost am better off like leaving the Waynes as like untouched where like yeah. they're like they were just good people and they got killed I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say, like, narratively this movie's perfect for me, but, like, just the whole, this is a movie I just, like, vibe with so well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, especially in that genre. Like, but also, it's of the superhero genre, but there's, like, such a, like, a small genre of, like, emo as a genre. Yeah. Like, Twilight, <laughs> that, that's what you, the whole thing with Twilight, it's an emo genre movie. Yeah. Um, especially like the first one, yeah, <laughs> and uh, the Batman, and it's like I really want to like put together a list now of just like trying to find like emo movies because mm-hmm. it's like you could c- try to contextualize a lot of things as that, but it's also just very. This is just the most like direct lineage too because yeah. it's from Twilight mm-hmm. <laughs> to this. <laughs> like he's kind of like an emo prince in some ways. Do you think he's emo in Good Time? Uh, no, no, yeah, that's no. not emo. That's just crazy. He's phenomenal in Good Time. <laughs> he's really good in Good Time. Yeah, but it's just. It's also one of those things where you see like him and Kristen Stewart, uh, Kristen Stewart growing up, mm-hmm. and they're just becoming like really great actors. I'm so proud things. of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Dano too. Yeah, he's like, great. They don't need my praise. They're just like they've always. I Paul Dano more so is one of those guys that like you always knew he was a great actor, mm-hmm. but now he's like doing huge things. Yeah, you like just see this. them like emerging out of the periphery, and it feels yeah. like so cool to have like seen them kind of like come up. Yeah, no, for sure. I've always thought they were good actors. It's just it was always a bad rap they were getting. It's just you know the material that they get sometimes. Yeah. Except for Taylor Lautner, he's just not a good actor. <laughs> Hear that, Taylor? Sorry. Oh, now we'll never get him on the podcast. <laughs> I think he'd show up. He's probably the only, the only get one him, who would. Him and Epiphany back on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Epiphany would have a stroke. <laughs> like she walked in the room, we didn't tell her, and then Taylor Lautner's sitting at the table. <laughs> hey, Epiphany, what's up? I'm Taylor. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. That is what he sounds Don't like. Don't worry, this won't be an abduction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned that kid, and he dream, shows dream, up. Dream, dream, Sorry. Stop. <laughs> Stop! I knew that kid. I know you did. <laughs> you mentioned that kid and him showing up throughout the movie, which I didn't mind. And then at the very end, when he Batman's giving out his hand and everybody's too afraid of him, and then the yeah. kid it is the one off. who takes yeah. his yeah. hand. That's where I think the emotion, the it's impact earned, comes yeah. from. Yeah, I got a little choked up when that happened. I did too. It's yeah, like the kid he, who like trusts him. Mm-hmm. I think the mayor doesn't even. Yeah, the mayor's like. Yeah, well, she's scared. I mean, she's like, he's a, he's a creepy bad guy. Yeah, she doesn't know what to expect, and mm-hmm. but like he, 
just the way he saves people too mm-hmm. it really feels heroic mm-hmm. like this is possibly the most heroic movie like in a superhero movie and i think i know I why think, you like, like this so much it has such a civilian element to it yeah. where a lot of superhero movies yeah, don't definitely. and that's why you like spider-man too because yeah. like he is such like a man of the people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this batman feels like he is very much ground level he like is in there in the muck and the dirt with everybody else don't worry batman we won't tell no one <laughs> we'll tell no one <laughs> I was a little surprised they didn't try to pull his mask off, but I guess he wakes up by that there, point. There's a certain amount of respect, I yeah. think, given there. And Gordon's also there to be like, don't fucking touch him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's my man, man. This is my best friend. He's my, he's my friend, man. <laughs> um, he's no older than my son. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that does pay off that the kid like puts out his hand. But just the way, yeah, the way he saves people, especially at the end, where he's just giving it his complete all. Mm-hmm. And even he can't save himself, like, Catwoman saves him from yeah. being shotgunned in the that's so face. Br- it's like right up to his his brain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's that like, guy. "Here we go." <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the way with the electricity goes off, and like the whole thing, I'm like, "What's he gonna do? Like try to like gel that thing closed or something?" But mm-hmm. no, he just, just jumps. It. He just jumps on the electrical wire and just pulls out his battery and cuts it, and he's just like shocked to the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's he's like basically at his limits, and then he takes like the. What you're saying is Venom, probably? Mm-hmm. Like the adrenaline Oh, you stuff. thought it was Venom, too? It is 100% Venom. You I almost so? guarantee it is Venom. Like, Just because be... it's green. Yeah, it's green, and it makes him go absolutely crazy and beat the shit out of some guy. Like, that's all things that I Venom think does. it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> he injects himself with Mountain Dew. He says, do the do, and then puts it <laughs> <him> in his... <laughs> to eat a bunch of Doritos afterwards. <laughs> like Johnny Depp in Secret Window? Yeah. Oh. But no, that that's totally it's totally venom. At least I think it is. But he's got to get that venom, venom, venom. venom. Uh, I I remember oh. talking about that, and Lily was like, "Why do you keep saying venom? <laughs> yeah. This is a Marvel movie." And I was not like, to be "No, confused, <laughs> not to be confused with that venom. It's the stuff yeah. that Bane takes. Yes, it's it's like Bane juice, Bane yeah, special Bane stuff, special <laughs> stuff, <laughs> Michael Jordan special stuff, Bane, Bane special, special stuff. That's secret stuff, secret, secret stuff. stuff right? It's just water. Oh. Um, but yeah, just the way he does that, he just like and just falls to the ground. It's like." Is he gonna like die? Yeah. It's like he's gonna be extremely wounded at this point, but he just like gets up pretty quick mm-hmm. and just like pops a flare. I'm like, oh, I kind of see where this is going. He just goes to save people after getting like severely wounded. Yeah, and he walks them all out like uh, with some Moses imagery that it really Matt is. Reeves loves to do. Like, I don't. I guess that's he just likes to do. Planet that of the a lot. Apes is very Moses. Yeah, yeah, especially War. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like guiding everybody at the end. They lead leads into the promised land, but he is doomed never to enter it himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that that's literally Moses? Moses thing? Yes, literally directly Moses. There he you go. he yeah. will guide them that he can't. He'll never enter it. It's supposed to like he commits some stupid sin where like he hits another rock when God told him not to hit a rock to make more water, and then God's like, "Well, fuck you. You're never going to go into the promised land now." Semantics, God. Come on. It pretty much is. Like it's pretty mean, <laughs> pretty spiteful. Old Testament God. What are you going to do? How petty. But yeah. It's up to the point where like. Uh, I don't know if this was directly leading all to this, like the visual style of like. I love the use of color in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's mostly red and like, d- and like black and gray. Yeah, but it's not muted at yeah. the same time. Like it, that's the thing. A lot of movies were like I could point to the trailer we saw before the movie Secrets of Dumbledore, which is gray through and through, and it looks muted and dull and bad. What are so his dull. secrets, anyways? He has no secrets. It's, they're stupid. And who he cares? operates the doo doo out of his pants. Yeah, that's a secret. They all shit themselves. That's the secret of Dumbledore. But <laughs> he's gay. God, I 
cares? I really hope that's not like the thing that <laughs> they revealed. Like, he looks and goes, I have I'm a secret. gay. <laughs> oh my god, like the worst way. Like it's just it's just super problematic. Thanks, I'm JK coming Rowling. out. I want the world to know. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> anyway, so that was just my direct one. Where, like the Batman feels <laughs> much thinking... more colorful and like yeah. even with its like darker tone colors and those like bright reds, even like shadows, it just feels alive. I was what was sure. the trailer right after Jurassic World that we saw in IMAX? Morbius? No, that was later. Nick the Nick Cage one. Nick Cage. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like so we watched this in IMAX. And we watched Jurassic World trailer, and I'm just like, uh, I was not inebriated in any way <laughs> with contact, but I was just, I was just like seeing this in IMAX. Like yeah. I haven't seen anything in IMAX in like probably three years or two years, at least two years yeah. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And just like after watching that trailer, I'm like, fuck, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I was, I was like, you know what, Chris Prappy, damn, this looks yeah. really fun. <laughs> and then the Nick Cage movie trailer, like where he's playing himself, I'm like, fuck, I love Nick Cage. <laughs> I was like, if I see this, I might have a stroke. I'm yeah. not going to know what's real. <laughs> and then the uh, Dumbled- Secrets of Dumbledore trailer ca- uh, came out, yeah. and I was just thinking, God, I hope someone fucks. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> God, I hope Dumbledore fucks Grindelwald. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was it looks my... like they have some big sexual tension in that dining room oh, yeah. scene. God, I hope there's more. Just like, come on. If you're going to make a big deal about it, make a big, big deal, deal about out of it. it. You yeah. know? Just, just do it. Put your money where your mouth is, J.K. Rowling. Have Mads Mikkelsen and Jude Law kiss. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Mm. Coward. Uh, turf. That was my... T- <laughs> Freaking turf. Piece yeah. of shit. Um, J.K. Rowling's not going to be on this podcast. We don't want her here. <laughs> we don't want her. Oh, Bill O'Reilly's never going to be on this podcast. We're going to have Suzanne Collins on. Ooh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my tweet that I never put out, but that's what seeing things in IMAX made me feel. What were we talking about before that? We were talking about... Oh, the visual imagery of like yes. all the red lighting and everything. Yeah. And, but it all pays off at that like symbolism. of It's like, oh, I actually like don't think this is too on the nose, but it is mm-hmm. at the same time where he's he's guiding everybody with the red flare, so all the water's red. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like parting the Red Sea mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Um, even though he's not parting anything. Mm-hmm. And he himself is coming out of the darkness and into the light. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Matt Reeves, smart guy. Very good. <laughs> good filmmaker. Good with imagery. He's only made four sure. movies, one of which was an indie movie like way long time ago. Oh, mm. no, five movies, because he did Cloverfield, too. Oh, well, Cloverfield's great, too, yeah. Yep. He worked on Felicity. Felicity, right. He and J.J. Uh, Abrams co-created Felicity. Oh. Um, you don't say. So apparently him and Matt Reeves have known each other since they were like, uh, I think, 13 or 15, because they used to like submit like their film short films to something that's fun they knew each other but then steven spielberg i knew he hired jj abrams to go through all of his like personal tapes or something yeah but he also hired matt reeves uh, yeah like i don't know that's what i was reading this is the legend uh th- but they've known each other basically since they were teenagers nice and just interesting looking at like the span of jj abrams's career and the span of matt reeves's career mm-hmm. it's like matt reeves is like has taken longer to do these big movies yeah but they're both like incredibly talented but at least for me, Matt Reeves is definitely like the filmmaker. I, I he prefer. seems like he has more substance, at least maybe yeah. these days. I I think so too. And it's like I just love the kind of stories he wants to tell. Like I don't necessarily <clears throat> love War for the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. the last one, 
but I really like appreciate like the big swings he does with like blockbuster filmmaking. Yeah. Like he makes them incredibly smart, but still engaging and mm-hmm. entertaining at the same time. Yes. Although I get that movie's pretty bleak. There's like a, <laughs> there's, a, a, there's a concentration. A gr- camp. There's an ape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. this one, <laughs> I think this is like it's just crazy that this movie's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, and the fact that it ends on a really scary note where I was losing my mind. I thought we'd give a Mission Impossible Fallout scenario on our hands, or yeah. like. It's the would be, could be, or like the Riddler's talking about his plan to like flood Gotham, and out, and mm-hmm. we see the imagery happening, and I was like, oh, this is totally just like, it has to be just like, mm-hmm. what a what if scenario, and then Batman's like, I can stop it in time, kind of thing, but it's like, no, it's happening, yeah, like they Gotham's also, flooded. They do something earlier in the movie where it seems like, oh, when Alfred blows up, mm-hmm. yeah, it, they act like, um, he's trying to race it, to yeah, go get there, and nobody will answer the phone. And then, like it, it's happening in real time. Yeah, but it happened an hour ago. In in like it's emotionally happening at the same time, but it happened an hour ago when Doris, MVP of the movie, yeah. is that her name? <laughs> yeah, her name is Doris. Yeah, <laughs> she has like three lines. I'm mm-hmm. like, who's I don't know who is who's Doris in the comics? Is she <laughs> nobody? I nobody. think this is just a new uh, character. Yeah, just like an employee. Yeah, he, he has more staff than just Alfred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like that. Yeah, she probably knows he's Batman and stuff. Oh, absolutely. She has to. <laughs> she's just like a nice lady. Yeah, yeah. and she's answering the phone. Did you have phone. fun being the Batman tonight? <laughs> She's answering the phone in this like burnt out mansion because, but, but Alfred's also like ex military and yeah. he like threw the thing away in time, mm-hmm. and then he's recovered I was, enough to I have. I was so relieved that he didn't die. I was Me too. Be so upset if he died. So I love Andy Circus too. Yeah, he was great. And by the time he's in the hospital and Bruce comes back, he's uh, physically well enough to do an extremely long monologue. <laughs> It's just like, like he wakes up, and then imagine waking up, you see the boy you raised, like, you lied to me. <laughs> That's the first yeah. thing you hear when you wake up from your coma. God damn it, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, oh, fuck you. He just turns over. Yeah, right, I, I'd be like, are you serious, Bruce? I'm and also, it's like, you're going to believe the words of a murderous psychopath? I, I, yeah, that scene's really good, but it's also an example of how it really, like, pulls at the suspension of disbelief of, like, the grittiness but I feel like it still works. Like it did. It, this movie's very pulp, but not in a way that's uh, campy or like unrealistic. Mm-hmm. It fits in the context of the like, like I said with the cops and stuff. It's like, yeah. yo, you Batman, get out of here. There's just enough silliness to like <laughs> make it give us some levity and make us not like so like stuck and be like, oh, this is yeah. oppressive. Like that scene too, where it's just like, I'm like, I don't. I really don't think they would be having this long conversation when he just got out of the hospital. Like, he's the one yeah. in the hospital, like, realistically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's the difference between, like... The brain would barely be working. That's the difference <laughs> between, like, this isn't a documentary. It's still a narrative yeah. still a, film. Still a superhero it's fictional. movie. Yeah, yeah, so those are the little indications where it's just, like, it's mm-hmm. still... Uh, it's 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 still blockbuster. Yeah, still superhero stuff, stuff. You just got to accept. Yeah. Like it's a, like it's a, yeah, it's a fictional movie, so just deal with it. Just deal with the, it. For the sake of the plot. <laughs> just deal with it. Jacob Zero, just deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. God. Would you guys go to the Icebox Lounge? No. No, it <laughs> seems like that's where a bunch of probably the worst elements of Gotham hang out. But they hang out in the club inside the club. I guess so, 44 below. Uh, yeah. I, f- I, would, I feel like I wouldn't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, it, Gotham seems like a very scary city to live. Catwoman yeah. says she's going upstate to Bloodhaven. Maybe I'd live in Bloodhaven. <laughs> I like the. Kind of uh, is like Metropolis. I would not live in Metropolis either. That's too goody two shoes. Maybe I'd live in like Central City or something where the Flash is. Central City. I love I love the the rave in the. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a dash bunker. 
What? The Iceberg Lounge is the is Das Bunker. They filmed so. it at Das Bunker. No, I'm just saying that's what oh, Das okay. Bunker's like. Okay. Like that music. So I should show my leather bat suit and just start beating the shit out you of people. Literally, in das Bunker. No, <laughs> literally no, could. No, you literally you can't do that no. again, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky they didn't identify you under your they mask. They didn't know who I was. Thank God, that's so bleak. <laughs> uh, Batman also gets wrecked in there too. He does. He, he does. also he keeps saying like that's the guy I got into it with. It. It's like you throw yeah. you into it. Like somebody shot you with a shotgun in there, guy. Like, yeah. He but. just like doesn't have a context of like mortality at all anymore. No, he's not afraid no. to die. <laughs> Looks like it broke his nose. Yeah. Who's the mustache with the nose? <laughs> That's the guy I beat up. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're at like the hour and a half mark. Do we want to do our quick uh, game brainstorm of who we'd like for like maybe the sequel? I um, do have one more. Or, yeah, okay, you guys, no, let's have at it. Well, it might be a long one, Quit sure, whatever. shutting down the podcast, Connery. I'm just trying to make our lives a little easier when me and you are editing this. <laughs> We'll tackle this like Gordon and Batman together. together. <laughs> I like it. I'm fine with that. All right. Keep I'll going. use a gun to shoot my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send the email. Stop saying they were from me. <laughs> uh, that that kind of doesn't get followed up. I want really a scene doesn't. where Gordon's just like, oh, crap. Like He's just constantly like, I'm going to get heat for this. It's yeah. like he's sending all these pictures of, uh, of a dead woman from his email address. And, and high-ranking oh like political figures <laughs> in the city just doing bad things. They're like, Gordon really did shit done. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Another funny thing, thumb drive. Thumb drive, yeah. Thumb drive. Okay, sorry, Jacob. You, it's you encrypted. Try this. <laughs> Tyler and I talked about this a little bit yesterday on the way home uh, with Jared and Lily. But uh, Connery, yeah, you kind of talked about this already. But yeah, what did you think about the mass shooting climax? Uh, the mass shoot. I thought it was on point for you know, our, it's it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing many people have lived through. Even I think it was very. On branch, like for the Riddler, I feel like this is a very real scary threat. I think I touched on this even in the beginning of the podcast where the Riddler has 500 followers and people saying on Twitter, like, oh, that's nothing. Like, anybody with a violent agenda that has that kind of numbers, that's a scary number. Like, until you see someone execute a plan like that, it's... Yeah, it's like, how many guys showed up? Like, 20? Yeah. And it's still terror. Like, one person is terrifying. Yeah. Gun. Like and then 20 show up. And also, vans are blowing, blew up the seawall. He probably got more people putting the vans in place everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was. it's just, like, it's it's scary. So that's why I think people would be like, that's not my million, like, Twitch stream count. It's like, mm-hmm. your million Twitch stream counts for benign, like, 13-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 uh, puts in context of like henchmen actually being scary too and they were because so many batman like henchmen like it well it depends on what style of what style you're approaching mm-hmm. it with but it's like they're usually just kind of like get beat up by batman that's about it but it's like oh these are legitimately like scary fringe like disenfranchised white men yeah right like that's basically what they're saying mm-hmm. and it's i mean we've seen it a lot yeah and it's a real thing and to me i feel like obviously i haven't been in one of these like horrible events or anything, I haven't mm-hmm. experienced it firsthand. But just from my own perspective, it seems like effective in this movie in a way that doesn't exploit it at all. I agree. Like it could have been very easily been like it talked. That's oh. what I was worried it yeah. was doing. It yeah. talks about like modern times. I think in a way that's like we are aware of this. Yeah, and it's something that's happening. 
And Batman is afraid that what he's doing has influenced these people. And mm-hmm. in some ways they have, but yeah, he can't. The guy says, I'm vengeance. And he's yeah. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he can't nice. control this anymore. So he realizes he needs to, like, not, he needs to actually be, like, a benevolent He needs to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you can get into the nitty-gritty of that where it's just like, okay, they're doing, like, a mass shooter event for Batman's character to grow. But it's mm-hmm. also... I don't know. I just think it's speaking about modern times in a way that's effective as opposed to like we talked about last episode with Lupe for Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre, the, the most recent one that came out on Netflix. Yeah, it's about gentrification or something like that. Yeah, they just do a bunch of like buzzwordy stuff like mm-hmm. that and uh, like influencers. But Elsie uh, Fisher's character, she's like the main character, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she has trauma from surviving a mass shooter event, right. like a school shooting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she has, like, a scar from, like, a bullet. Oh, so she's, like, afraid of guns. Yeah. and But even that arc of hers isn't even really grown where she, like, actually – like, she does use a gun, but it's, like, doesn't even – and that's that the thing, that, like that's like mess. such a, like a bad payoff of like, yeah. I'm afraid of guns, so in the end I will use gun. Yeah, and it's also just like, what is the politics of this? Like, that aside, it just like was so sloppy that it doesn't even matter. So they just like, that I think is very exploitative mm-hmm. in, a, in, like a, in a way that's like really not cool. Like, mm-hmm. exploitation is one thing of like, of, of entertainment, but in that regard, especially something so like current. It's yeah. just like yes. it they're trying to comment on things, but it just feels like they're just don't care. Yeah. And, and this it's just like she's going through trauma. There's like one scene where it's like you see her on the ground and you like see gun her hear gunfires. Jeez. And stuff. It's just like gunshots and stuff in a school. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is so messed up. Like it's just like really not earned at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this movie earns it a lot better. I think so. And Batman's just so like anti-gun and stuff throughout the entire thing. So it just feels good when you see like the active shooters get punched in the face, and it's just like yeah, yeah. Because when the mo- so the so you know right when Joker uh, Joker right when Riddler's right from Riddler's video, hey guys, and then he's going to the plan of like this is where all of you come in, and then we see them all showing up at the place with their guns. Mm-hmm. I was like thinking, I don't know, but I don't know if this is okay. I'm not sure if this is gonna be fine. I'm not. I don't know if I'm okay with this. And I think that's the point. You should be. It. Sh- you should be uncomfortable because right. it seems so real and so it scary. Was very realistic. Yeah. that was the idea. Mm-hmm. And then Batman comes in and whoops all these guys' asses. Yeah. and that was incredibly satisfying. Yeah, and that's for the me. fantasy satisfaction of right. being like somebody stepping in and stopping that horrible the scenario catharsis. from unfolding. Yes. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Catharsis. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I think. You guys made some good points of it was able to avoid being exploitative. I feel like it was very close to it, considering it's in a blockbuster movie and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think what does what redeemed it for me was the catharsis of seeing someone stop this terrible thing because it's something we want that to happen every time mm-hmm. in our reality, but it doesn't. Yeah. So it's just this common catharsis we all can feel, and that's the point of movies, to see what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus the way he takes all those people out is pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, which I like appreciated in a way because mm, it's just yeah. like, yeah, these guys don't like Batman. Like it's in the comics too, certain ones where it's just like he basically like we've had this conversation, Connor. Yeah. It's just like he to the point like has paralyzed people. Yes, yes. For, and it's just like because they were like criminal, like yeah. really like mercenary, like bad dudes. Yeah. yeah, like guys who like do this and they won't ever change. Yeah, so it's like he he's like fully paralyzed people before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like. So Batman can get like really intense. So it's just like I'm glad that he applies like enough justice, but will never like kill somebody at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Like I'm glad he didn't. Like well, he almost 
I guess he almost killed that one guy. Yeah, he's also, like, super high on drugs. (laughs) But he, like, grappling hooks two guys in the legs. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, in their, like, freaking legs. And, like, he spins, his whole spin thingy is so cool. Yeah, when he's, like, just wrapping them all up in the rafters is so great. He's using, like, a trebuchet, basically, (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, really great, but all of his movement feels, like, organic, too. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like a person can't do that. It's just, like, seems like you have to be, like, a fearless weirdo to like do this <laughs> he stuff definitely gave all these guys brain damage oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like busting their heads in with their rifles and like that last guy he was punching the freak out of mm-hmm. one guy gets shot by another guy because batman yeah. just like moves to the side, side. Exactly. yes nope <laughs> and yeah a couple of them do fall to their death when that thing topples over but that yeah. wasn't batman's fault mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. plausible deniability that's the point of batman <laughs> there's this movie that's uh it's from like it's from like the Hulk TV show, mm-hmm. but there's one where Hulk goes to court. <laughs> As the Hulk, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Does the defendant have anything to add? <laughs> Hulk smash! Uh-huh. I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> see it i'll report back that feels like right out of like she hulk though it really does <laughs> i really would love that like mark ruffalo's called a trial for the trial of the hulk no oh, man <laughs> that'd be pretty funny we need a hulk to try a hulk <laughs> <laughs> it takes a hulk to try a hulk luckily we have one with a legal degree <laughs> yay that's marvel movie written all over it <laughs> um is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about i think I've covered quite a bit without like. I uh, I again I just I'm just gushing how much I love the ending of this movie and how it just sets everything up so yeah such a cool way with like real consequences for like the villain yeah. this like, has given us a version of Gotham that has never been seen in movies at least yeah. before it feels way more earned to the ending mm-hmm. where it's kind of like Katrina ish or whatever where yeah. like the whole city's flooded and it's like that could be exploitative too and like felt. Like that has been exploitative, like in Man mm-hmm. of Steel or whatever, where yeah. he's like saving people. Like it feels like a National Guard ad. Yeah. Like that Zack Snyder shot or whatever, mm-hmm. like in Man of Steel. And this just feels uh, like I liked it more. I didn't mm-hmm. like love it, but like I liked it a lot more where it's just like where that one, like the one person is like getting a, like helicopter airlifted yeah. out and like they're terrified. And she terrified. grabs him and it's just like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's just like finally puts his hand down like holds their yeah. hand or whatever it's his first like his... human contact in the whole yeah. movie of like touching someone in like a kind way and all he does is like hold their hand and like look at them mm-hmm. you know and it's like i don't know that's it's such a great change in his character because mm-hmm. you really like you also you just care about him so much too it's just like i don't want this guy to like go off the deep end no you know? like just like i don't care if i die <laughs> like just like he needs to like learn to take care of himself so he can help others yeah catwoman's even like you're not gonna. You're gonna die like doing this. Like you're, yeah. there's too much corruption. You're not ever gonna do it. But he's it's like, like I still gotta like, try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He but learns at then to be like that panel that you really love. Oh yeah. That you mentioned in the Snyder cut. What? Oh oh, the one with the when he's holding the priest during yeah. the fire. Oh uh, yeah, that one's a really good one. I think I sent to our group chat. Well, that was again during like when we watched the Snyder cut. There's a shot of that or something? No, no, it's 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 just similar to I'm kind of I'm fortunate. I mean, I sent out, but I'm forgetting like the what's called idea of it. I believe it was mostly just him being like, just him being there. Yeah, and like being there, like him being like, I can't. Thank you, Jay. He's like, I can't save you, and so and the priest is like, it's enough that you're here, that you're that you tried, and that you're yeah here for me. And yeah, he messes up a lot in this, but he can Mm -hmm. still just like be there for people Mm -hmm. and. 
it's kind of like that Marvel comic, like you're after 9-11 where all like yeah. the superheroes are there and they're just like, oh, even we couldn't do anything about this. Like, yeah. I found I've it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Such a good one. Mitch Gerrids and uh, Tom King. Yeah, I haven't read that comic, but it's just, I mean, so I don't know how well that's executed, but. It's executed very well. <laughs> the. Oh, 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 the, oh, the 9-11 one. I, I haven't read that one either. Yeah. But I, I will say though, I'm I'm excited for a sequel. I feel like that's inevitable. I feel like it has created a Gotham City where I fully believe that supervillains will thrive and like scary people will run run amok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Penguin's basically primed to take over the whole city. Yeah, as like a gang as the mob boss. Mm-hmm. And we'll, it just leaves so much room for like we have Joker coming out of the woodwork, and we have. It just leaves so much room for me. Everything the criminal level to start like creeping out and being like the flood to me is like the floodgates of insanity and maybe even like the darker world like collapsing in on Gotham, mm-hmm. where it's like you know it's like that dark night. You change the rules, escalation. So now mm-hmm. uh, escalation. Mm-hmm. We buy automatic. We buy semi-automatic. They buy automatic. You're wearing armor, leaping from rooftops. Take this guy for example. Which one is that from? This is begins. Oh. I thought that Joker introduction was a little more satisfying than this one. This one kind of seemed a little... He's got a calling card. He's got a calling card. <laughs> yeah, He's got cool. a calling card. Yeah, this I one like I couldn't even it. tell if it was Joker or somebody else, and then I'm yeah. just like, ah. Uh, I, I think a lot really of people thought it was Two-Face, so this one literally thought it was Two-Face. Two. <laughs> I thought it was two especially when it was like two of a kind or something. I'm like, oh, is this yeah. Two-Face, yeah. too? <laughs> I wish they did a uh, like a... a, a like an actual full shot of his face or something. Yeah, he looks kinda like kind of like Arkham Joker, where like... Yeah, he's like all like, scarred. He looks all scarred, yeah. especially like he looks more like Arkham City, where he's like disease Joker, where like his yeah. his smile's more like rictus and gross. Yeah, his mouth's like ripped out on the sides. Like yeah, it looks like a real. It's not just like you want to know how I got these <coughs> scars. It's like, like my mouth is like fully open. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a weird monster. Like face. he looks scary, and the green hair looks scary. I'm like this, like or maybe Death in the Family Joker, where that's like his exposed skin, and he has his like actual face. <laughs> I hope somewhere don't have else. Staple face. That's, that's a bit much. Yeah, for PG thirty, this movie. I guess I, I should leave it at these last two things. Mm. Last five things. <laughs> and then we got to play our who we wanted to be no, the second movie. we don't need to do that I want to do that really bad. Yes, uh, we're going to do it, Connery. Yeah, Thank we'll you. Um, <laughs> I will this movie is PG-13. Mm-hmm. It could easily be R. Yeah. But the way they prevent that, it, they do it in artistic ways, thought out ways. It's not just like cutting away. They mm-hmm. do it like people's heads get caved in and stuff in this movie. Oh, yeah. But you don't need to see it to get the the hint. Yeah, you know? the idea that they got the ship eaten out of them, or they're very dead, or like Riddler's really scary, especially like the first scene that you see him kill. Yeah, somebody. the way he takes like the big, like deep, satisfied yeah. breath after it's all after it's all like, <sighs> and then like very, starts like wrapping him up. Very serial killer. Yeah, it's like ooh, he's you're got scary. like modern serial killer glasses too. He really does. <laughs> Shake your head, no. What? But no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He does. He just looks so creepy. Yeah. What was the other thing you want to talk about, Tyler? Oh, just Greg Fraser. Greg Fraser shot this movie. Mm-hmm. He also did Rogue One uh, and Dune. All those and movies are beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I really like <laughs> including his, this one. His uh, cinematography style. Yeah, so. nice. And his lighting, lighting stuff. That's all I had to say. Brilliant about that. All right, we'll do really fast because I'd want to have. Uh, I decided that I want to have Doctor Hugo Strange. And the Court of Owls be the villains in the next one. Yeah, nice. Court of Owls would be great. Like an Illuminati rule, secretly ruling over a, a like flooded Gotham. I think it'd be very fun. Yeah, they're, basi- they're basically like a secret, us. secret society, right? Yeah, secret society. And I know you don't like secret societies, but no, I think I do now. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, this is part of one. 
And then the more human element, the maybe even being <laughs> And then the human element, maybe, maybe Batman actually going to therapy and Hugo Strange, like, deducing who he is and losing his mind and trying to be an imposter Batman would be really fun. I hope if they do that, that they play Hurt. Oh, they have to. But it could the be the Nine that. Inch Nails yeah, version. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It has to be the Nine Inch <laughs> Nails version. Yeah. It can't be the Johnny Cash No, one. that's no. overused. I need the Nine Inch Nails. Ooh, I hope the no. second movie's all Nine Inch Nails, because this is all Nirvana. Ooh. And then the third one's Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> like all from Meteora or something? Oh, <laughs> like one album. The second one is, I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> and the third one, I've become so numb. I was like, and the sun will set oh, for you. <laughs> they should honestly just go full soundtrack. Yeah. In the next one. Like, just I love do it. Twilight. Like, yeah. they had great soundtracks in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have done, like, in the second Batman movie, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to say what character should be in it. Two things I want in the sequel I want an Alfred fight scene. Ooh, yes. Ooh. And I want a Paramore song. How do I get As Alfred's, like, beating the shit out of some goo. <laughs> Please. And Doris like hits a bass on a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, what do you want from a bat uh, of the Batman sequel? I from my from what I want from the sequel to the Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down for Croc. I'm down for uh, Mr. Freeze. You know who I want to see is Robin. Mm. I want Robin to make his comeback in these films already. I feel like that could happen. Like he's in the, amidst the ruin of a of a sunken Gotham. There's like Jason Todd trying to make his way through, and then mm. I mean, that then Bruce finds be. him. You know what? I like the idea of not doing Dick Grayson and just starting with Jason Todd for this one. I think that's right. actually kind of smart. Yeah, it could be. Would it make sense for a circus to be playing in town? <laughs> in Andy Circus. Well, unless the circus was playing in town. <laughs> unless the circus was playing in town, and it got flooded, and then they're all stranded inside of Gotham now. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah. And that could be where Croc comes in if he was part of the circus act. Yeah, well, with him trying to be the man of the people and like trying to like be more benevolent, 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 Croc. Bene- no, not what if Chris O'Donnell? Shows I was like, up. they have that. That'd be cool. Chris as Chris O'Donnell as an older Robin. He's older than Batman. <laughs> yeah, he, saw his, like, <laughs> suit. he could be Jason Todd's dad. Ooh. Um, what if the kid becomes Robin? The kid who's oh, that'd be cool. The mayor's son. That'd be hey, tight. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. would be cool. What maybe what, what was what was that politician's last name? Was it anything significant? Because it could be a Drake no. or no, it wasn't it Drake wasn't, or Todd or anything. Mm. Um, and it oh. would be his surname. You should go with your maiden name, Robin. Piss. <laughs> I don't remember the last point I was gonna make. I already made way too many. We should do a Batman ranking. Yes. Even though Jacob said it's impossible via his IMDb or Letterbox, sorry, his IMDb review. <laughs> Via his <laughs> Twitch channel. <laughs> Jacob's Way. Jacob's Way. Jacob's Ladder. Who wants to rank him first? I'll go first. Don't mind. Do it. Uh, Batman Begins, The Batman, Dark Knight, uh, Batman Forever, <gasps> uh, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, Batman Returns. I'm oh, sorry. Ba- Batman Returns uh, before Batman Forever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Batman Returns for Batman Forever, and then uh, Dark Knight Rises, then, uh, then, then the Michael Keaton Batman, then eighty nine, then uh, I'm lo- I'm lo- then Batman, Batman and Robin, yes, and uh, yeah, I guess last is the Adam West one. 
which is just more silly. We're not counting Batman versus Superman, right? No. That doesn't really count. It's yeah. a Superman it's sequel. A, it's a failed <laughs> franchise. Um, <laughs> and that had a sequel. Yeah, that had multiple sequels. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I thought I made a list of them. I guess I never ranked them. I, mm. I've ranked them on this podcast before. Yeah, we did it. So whatever that was. <laughs> um, no, I would say the Batman. Uh, that's tough. I haven't seen either of them in a while. Uh, either, I, I guess the Batman, Batman Begins, mm. um, Dark Knight, uh, Batman and Robin, Batman Returns, Batman. Uh, 89? Uh, Dark Knight Rises, and then Batman Forever. Batman Forever is kind of my least favorite. Oh, that's a shame. I love the Seal song, but that's kind of it. I really enjoy I think most of us have very fond memories of us talking about yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I liked Val Kilmer a lot. It. <clears throat> I think I got them all. Yeah, I think you got them all, you Jacob. Did. For me, it is Dark Knight, Batman '89, The Batman, Batman Returns, um, The Dark Knight Rises. No, I'm sorry, I completely forgot Batman Begins. Yeah, let me let me start over. <laughs> all the Batman sequel names are a little tough. They are. Like, they are. It's so strange. It's um, just Batman sometimes semi semicolon. <laughs> yeah, af- actually, Batman Begins is after the Batman, mm. and then it's uh, Batman Returns, and then The Dark Knight Rises, and and I'm combining like separate ones too, and then um, the Batman Beyond movie. <laughs> Batman Dead Man's Chest. Batman Forever and then Batman Robin. Nice. Batman Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. And then I have Dark Knight and Batman as still as my top because I feel like those are the ones that all the Batman movies are trying to be. Yeah. Either one or the other or combined. Hmm. Which is what I feel like this the Batman was doing. I, I feel know. like it was elements of both. I feel like the Batman kind of schooled the Dark Knight to me. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. You're wrong. I like our differing opinions. Yeah. It's not about what's right. It's about what's fair. <laughs> and the audio is peaked. Uh, I think Alyssa Wise is the only other person that loves Batman and Robin like me. Well, I guess Nick Viverka also does. Yeah, Nick Viverka loves it. What are you talking about? I'm also, I did make a list for Pirates of the Caribbean, apparently. <laughs> and Dead Man's Chest is my least favorite. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> sorry, Connery. Hurtful. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, that's our that's our the episode on the, the Batman. It's below Stranger Tides. <laughs> oh my god, really? Um, on Stranger Tides is my second favorite. Wow, because they're all pretty bad except the first one. Were you having a stroke? But like, why do you <laughs> think that one's having <laughs> a stroke? I don't remember. I <laughs> don't remember. World's End is pretty because it has the most Barbosa. At World's End is fun. Uh, you're right. Barbosa is my favorite. Most, yeah. Uh, okay. Before we do the. Uh, Delineate the uh, before we deregulate, <laughs> before we do the renewal fund for all of our previous franchises. Oh, it's gonna work. Man. We gotta get out of here. This is our uh, the episode on uh, the Batman. <laughs> the episode of the Thank Batman. you so much for for listening. Thank you for to the listeners. Jacob, do you have anything to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow my socials: AJ Padster, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, go ahead and follow my toy photography. Uh, Instagram, Wide Eyed Wanderer sixty three. I'm in a new place now, so I can I have better. I have new newer backdrops, oh, studio new, quality, newer work. locations. So, I, which I need to utilize soon. 
I'm waiting on more clone trooper photos, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Know. With Tyler's art. Oh, my uh, <laughs> my mom found my street sharks from from childhood. Is and they're moving, so I need to get them soon. Yeah. And uh, I'll I'll bring them. I'll loan them to you, but yeah, I have to oh, keep okay. them. Is it fair oh, to say maybe a clone trooper will meet a street shark? That could maybe. be in the future. The multiverse of, <laughs> of sharkness. <laughs> Toy multiverse Story. of sharkness. Toy Story 90s edition. Nice. The first Toy Story did come out in the night. I guess so, yeah. Never mind. I did it again. <laughs> hey, remember when we were playing Heads Up last night and we both said Flick at the same time yes. when Bugs Life came up? Okay, is that all the bugs, Jacob? Yes. Jacob Padilla, thank you very much. You're so welcome. Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, well, if you enjoy the sound of mine and Jacob's voice, you'll probably enjoy Starship mm. Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast where us and... Three other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. You can find it on SoundCloud and the Apple Podcast app. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a, just a complete full season on there. So you can watch it bookend to finish. Completely full season. Complete full season. I would know I was there. Yeah, Jacob was there. He cried in the end. I did. Tyler, what you have to butt plug? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Not doing this this time. <laughs> Different audience. Fine. Tell her what do you have PG to plug. Thirteen podcast. You're right. Tell her what do you have to Even plug. Even though I said the f word many times. What do you have to bat plug? Oh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Is what do you have to bat butt plug? Is that his bat utility belt? Yeah. When Catwoman's I around. <laughs> for himself. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to put this in me. I'm a fucking <laughs> sub. <laughs> I mean, Catwoman does have big Dom energy. She does. Yeah. yeah. She she is the one that goes after him. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're both into each other, obviously. Yeah. Let's talk about this more. <laughs> we got two more hours to go, right? I, yeah. I could talk about this. I, I, I could talk about this movie for like four hours, to be honest. Oh, I thought you were going to say the sexual energy of the Batman. I Maybe. could go on that, too. The sexual energy of the Batman <laughs> that and Catwoman. That would be one much, of how one much of the I hours. <laughs> Follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram for any photo shoots I've been doing and dumb memes that I put on my stories. Follow us at the Franchise Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our secret Twitch channel that needs a fingered, uh, a dr- thumb drive. To Tyler's access. streaming Elden Ring to 500 <laughs> people. Yeah, you need a certain Ooh. passcode. Uh, to watch me play, what was that game I was playing the other day? Yesterday? Final Fantasy X. <laughs> no, the uh, oh, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. <laughs> a, a game that was like, turn this off. <laughs> this is so disturbing. Yeah. Turn this off. L- Lily hated it. Uh, yeah, follow us on all the social. Email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com for any uh, questions, comments, compliments, <laughs> concerns. Do not send us any conspiracy theories, please. No, I don't want to hear your uh, Riddler thoughts. <laughs> yeah, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Help us grow the show. Uh, that's that's the show, folks. Yeah, until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah, and until next time, do you think the Riddler has like a Yelp review, <laughs> like for anything? Like, he probably gave five stars to that one. That it's just like not, it's just on various like political buildings across. Like he has <laughs> left a review of like the DMV, and he left a review of like City Hall. DMV. He probably Easy hates to blow up five stars. <laughs> he probably hates that they got rid of the dislike button. Oh yeah, I love the yeah, I like the Twitch Discord thing. I really really did. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>